What's up, YouTube? I'm Robert, and this is the Biker Channel. No, it's not. It's the Biker Bar, the Biker Bar Podcast live stream. And tonight we have we have Joe from the Colorado Kid, and um, it's going to be an interesting show because I don't really know a whole lot about him personally. So I'm sure we're going to dig into that. But before we do that, let's get started with the fun stuff. Check this out. I just finally pulled my head out of my ass and finished upgrading my website, which I've been trying to do for like God knows how long. And because of that, now I can add stuff to my store. So if you guys want to buy a new shirt or a hat or some other swag that I have, like like um, the biker bar or the biker koozies or something like that, you can swing by shop.biker.com and check that out. I put up like three or four new shirt designs last night and a couple of hats. And then I'm probably going to put the bottle openers and these uh, nifty tumblers. If you guys haven't seen these yet, freaking instead of going to the store and buying, buying yourself an Arctic one, you can go buy this biker one that is 98% the same, but not. And uh, But it does the same thing. And then you're actually supporting this channel instead of arctic tumblers and you can keep your beer cold or you can keep your water cold or you can keep your coffee coffee hot whatever you want to do with it you can do that but they also work well just to paste stickers all over it because i have another one that i've had for a couple years and it's been through the dishwasher about a billion times and those stickers don't fall off so if they fall off of my cup you can't return it but anyways, <laughs> if you want to help out the channel, there's been a bunch of you guys lately jumping on on the Patreon. I really appreciate it, man. It's a buck a month. It's really not much to ask. But if you really want to support the channel, put beer in the fridge because at the end of January, when I start drinking again, I'm going to need that thing stocked. And if you want to do you want to help, you want to like be part of the team, join the happy hour crew. It's five bucks a month. You'll get a sticker pack, too. And coming soon, there's going to be like an Uber I think I'm going to call it the bartender pack. And then that's whenever you get to jump over the bar and be like part, like really part of the biker bar. And um, that's going to have a really cool swag pack. I'm just waiting on another thing or two to come from China that I'm developing. And once I have all that swag pack together, then that'll be a $25 tier. But um, I really want to make it worth it for you guys. So nonetheless, otherwise, you just want some extra content for free. Swing by Instagram or Facebook and do that stuff. But um, honestly, please go check out my, my shop over at shop.biker.com or just go to biker.com and you can click on the shop like there and uh, you can see the stuff because I'm kind of stoked about it and it would be fun to see somebody buy it. So it's not like I'm making a killing on that stuff. Like I'll be honest, like transparent with you guys. It's like between three and five dollars for a shirt. So it's not like I'm like, you're like, man, $27, what the hell? You know, I, I definitely like if I was looking at like, some other YouTubers, and that's what I saw the price before I made the stuff myself. I would totally be like, "That's garbage, man!" He's fifteen dollars shirt, and he's like marking it up fifty percent. No, it's not, dude. Seriously, it's like three to five bucks tops, five bucks. So that would be awesome, though. And you get a shirt too, or a hat, or whatever. So let's just get on with this already. We'll bring on bring on the man Joe himself. What's up, Joe? How's it going? <laughs> What's going on, man? Not much, dude. I'm like, oh man, I'm hitting all the wrong buttons. I don't even know what I'm doing anymore. Well, anyway. Get it together, Robert. 
Yeah, I know, right? Just you got on the screen. I got it. I got nervous. I panicked. Yeah, it's because I've got the self-proclaimed greatest mustache in mountain biking history. Mountain bike YouTube. Oh, okay, wait. Skills from Phil might take that, but I, I take a close second place. All right, a close second. Yeah, yeah. dude. Dude, that mustache came by a guy by a kind of hard hard way though, didn't it? <laughs> it sure did. It was a hard earned mustache. <laughs> it was definitely for those of you guys that don't know Joe and the Calirado Kid channel. To make a long story short, he made a a off-camber comment while on the trail but unfortunately on video one day mm -hmm. that when he hit a thousand subscribers that he'd shave a dick in his beard and um how'd that play out for you i'll be damned if i didn't follow through don't let anyone ever tell you that i'm not a man of my word all right and here's what happened as soon as crashing dad made the song about it you know i had to commit it was just yeah. a, it was a no-brainer yeah it was easy to blow it off whenever because we i think we did that you were on a live stream with me <laughs> Yes. And uh, <laughs> you you were like 100 or 200 or something like 100 away. And, I, yeah. and you were like, oh, yeah, if I hit a thousand, I got to shave a dick in my beard. And like instantly <laughs> drunk Rob was like, oh, yeah, dude, we're getting everybody on this live stream to yeah. subscribe to your channel now because <laughs> that has to happen. Yes. Yeah. So it did. That was tell me how that play. How do how do you approach a, a respectable business and ask them <laughs> to shave a penis in the side of your face? <laughs> so a little behind the scenes behind that, that, that ended up, I was out on in Arizona for a work trip. And essentially what happened was uh, I started reaching out to barbershops in town <laughs> and I was like, hey, um, this is going to sound weird. Like in the first or two, the first one or two you call it's awkward right and the third one right. you're just like full commit yeah you're guys, in, like you could the best part about it is you could hear the guy in the background he basically got off mic you know you could hear him in the background office phone like hey uh this guy back here yeah he wants to shave a dick in his beard and then uh so you can hear him <laughs> telling his buddy and the guy you could just hear him like oh my god he comes back on the line he's like yeah we'll do that we'll do it okay yeah. so <laughs> i show up the next day and it's just like we film it and I was able to get that done and uh yeah it was it was definitely an awkward and eye-opening experience for me all around yeah i can imagine i know like whenever you first start doing youtube like just getting out of your car and talking to your camera and like you're at the trailhead and there's like people walking around you're like oh, wait till they get it back in their car or you know what i mean and, yeah. and then after you do it for a while you just kind of you're like whatever i don't even care i'll talk to everybody and I, I would imagine that's kind of how it went down with the with the beard. Yeah, it's amazing, like how quick that changes. It's like you know, <laughs> ah, you know, forget it. Let's just go for it. You know what I mean? Like, right. what do I have to lose? I'm I'm surrounded by people who will never see me again, anyways. I'm out in Arizona. It's like, how often do I go out there? Which I will to go ride, but obviously, right? It's like, what the hell, man? What the hell? Let's go for it. Yeah, and then just put it out there to the whole world, and they can all remember you as the guy with the dick in his beard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And the guy who owns the shop was super cool about it. He ended up promoting it on his Instagram and stuff. Oh, that too. is it was, so funny. It was comedy gold. It was just like, it was a full commit is what it was. It was a, it yeah. was a full send. That's exactly what I did with that joke. <laughs> That's good stuff. What now, are you the drinking best, there, dude? The best part is, by the way, that yeah, the side note behind this is uh, Outsider and MTB Allen invite me onto a live stream the same night that I had done this. And so I'm on the live stream and I literally will not show my face. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the camera halfway sideways the whole time because you I couldn't reveal it. The video wasn't produced yet. So mm -hmm. I didn't want to reveal the secret of what I had actually done. And it, it turned out well. It turned out well. So you still like had some stuff that you needed to film with it. So you couldn't like. Yeah, because we filmed like I got I reached out to Crashing Dad and we essentially filmed like a Dark Knight style reveal. You know how Two-Face was revealed in the Dark Knight? That's basically what I did. And I'm in the hotel room filming this. And uh, uh -huh. so, you know, I don't reveal it until I come off the pillow and you finally see it in slow motion and all this stuff. It's it's absurd. It was absurd. it was a very well thought out dick joke is what it was. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you that you have a lot of very 
very well thought out videos, dude. Like, honestly, like I, um, I was just talking to somebody else about it today. And, uh, I was like, just the, you, the, the ideas that you come up with and like how like planned they are, like it's way beyond me. Like, I'm like, I'm riding bikes and maybe going to talk about this back, you know, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. you're, you're definitely, um, I mean, what do you use for your inspiration? You just like sit around and you're like, oh, this is funny. I'm going to do it. You know, it's surprising. Like sometimes like going on a solo ride, like a solo night ride I did the other day, I had ideas just popping in left and right. And so mm -hmm. like I try to jot as much down as I can, whether or not they're executable is a different story. Um, but like I, I think creativity has always been my strong suit in improvisation. So it's like mm -hmm. being able to just come up with an idea and like think of a way to make it interesting and funny like there's better storytellers out there like i was watching uh, backyard trail builders recent video where he he builds something with no tools and the storytelling is incredible in that but mm -hmm. i'm not like i'm not that good i'm like i think of like just just funny stuff and how can i execute you know like and it was amazing some of the stuff we did on this latest one where everybody got together and just collaborated and like came and made it better you know like that's that's fun too oh yeah that uh, so um those of you guys that are watching behind him he has a, a image up on the screen there it says trailhead troopers which is a, a little sneak peek of what's going to drop tomorrow and i would say altogether on that video um i i helped in the the uh i just kind of stood around actually that's all i really <laughs> did and uh but that's helping i think and but there was what probably like 20 guys that were helping out with this whole filming and like different characters and whatnot what, what did you how many people would you say God, somewhere around that range. And the fact yeah. that I could uh, get, ask people to pool together and do that was like incredible to me. Like I never would have imagined that like starting this channel literally about a year ago to this day and getting everybody together like that was was really cool. And then, you know, you were like, uh, I was like, hey, I got an idea for like a bit role in this in this stupid thing I'm going to shoot. And you're like, dude, I'm down. I'm down. Let me know what you need help with and I'm going to do it. Yeah. You help with camera. You help do some scenes. You popped in with some good creative ideas that I wasn't even thinking about. So it's like that made everything better. And it's like having everybody out there. When I tried to explain what the video was to everybody, and I don't think everybody quite got it. I, maybe I didn't have a very good idea of like how to explain it. Um, I'm not I got sure it. I, I got it, it from the get go. And maybe it's just because like, I mean, I guess we're not giving them too much away by saying it's kind of like a Reno 911 type of uh show so to speak but based around mountain biking instead and uh it, i i feel like like as soon as you said reno 911 i'm like okay i get it you yeah. know like yeah. like all right that's that's you did an amazing job on the edit like everybody that's listening to this or watching this if at this point in time that you haven't seen it and it's past tomorrow you should go over to his channel and definitely check it out it, i i am um, I was really impressed, dude, with how well the edit came out. And that's, you know, being able to watch it from the perspective of it's not mine. You, yeah. you know what I mean? Like when you watch your own edits, it's really easy to be like, oh, this is awesome. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, you totally. don't you don't realize what parts suck until you watch it like six months from now. You, you know what I mean? And then yeah. you're like, oh, that was messed up. That was I should have cut there. But in the moment, you're like, you're excited about it. So for me to watch it from my perspective of it's not my edit and be like, dude, that was really good. Like, I, I think uh, I think it's it's an awesome cut. The problem is probably, you know, this as well is like everything that you love yourself, like doesn't seem like those are the ones that hit big, right? I know. I'm fully committed to the fact that this video will not do well <laughs> at all. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> I accepted that a long time ago. But I'll be damned if I didn't edit the hardest I've ever edited in my life, push myself harder to produce this because, man, I couldn't. It was just so much fun, and everybody was out there, and like we had a blast filming it, and I was just having a blast editing it, and so. It's a passion project, and like I think you said, like there's no way we don't do more of these. Like it was just too good, and uh, oh, yeah. we, we've already planned out I think three more episodes at this point. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, even in my head, I was like, this just needs to be its own channel. Yeah. <laughs> but then it's I was totally like, no. unusual. Yeah. It's yeah. Very I was unusual. like, yeah. But I was like, you know, every time that people do another channel, I'm like, why did they do that? They could have just done it on there. So yeah, here it is. This is this is gonna be the this is gonna be the show that takes you straight to like NBC, dude. Nobody's going to watch this. Nobody's going to watch it. <laughs> It'll get me like two extra subs and I might lose one in the process. Probably lose a few. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I'll be damned if it wasn't a hell of a lot of fun, man. So whatever. It is what it is. And uh, I really, I'm proud of it. I'm proud of I've never done anything like that. And like to try to organize all that, that's just a first for me and uh, yeah. help me create, like push my creative boundaries. So it's like, it's a learning experience at the very least. And I hope people dig it. I think it, I hope, I hope it's not just one big inside joke, like, but it mm -hmm. might be, you know, ultimately like whatever, but. We yeah. had a hell of a time, so I'm I'm, uh, I'm juiced about it. When I did the uh, uh, the Moonlight Leather Foot video, mm -hmm. um, that was my first time of actually doing a video that I had. Like, I mean, obviously Moonlight himself knew how the story went because he was there, but it was like some of the other people that were helping out, like, and even him, he didn't know the shots that I wanted. You know right. what I mean? So, like in my mind, I'm like, this is how I need this to come out. Like, and. It was interesting seeing you from that perspective where like I knew how it felt when I was there and it's like, no, I want you standing here. I want you standing here. I want you to say this, you know, I want this camera to be, hold this camera right here. Don't yeah. move, you yeah. know? Like, yep. And it's, you know, it's always interesting when you're talking to other people that haven't, um, like a lot of the guys out there, they're not, they're not, you know, YouTubers. So like even Zach who Moonlight Leatherfoot, who like rides with me all the time, like, I'll, I'll be like, hey, I want you to take this shot for me. And then I'll ride by and I'll be like, dude, why'd you move? You know, and it'd be yeah. like, oh, well, I thought you wanted me to fall. No, I want you to <laughs> hold this camera and don't do anything except for hold it. You're a tripod. Yeah. Like, tripods don't think on their own. Yeah. You know, like, but then, you know, the next time I'll be like, why didn't you follow me, dude? I, yeah. I wanted you to follow me. So it was, it was really cool seeing that all come together. It really was. Yeah, I couldn't have done that without everybody. I, I like, okay, there's a guy, John, who's in here right now, uh, Active Life 2.0. We mm -hmm. rode together in uh, in uh, Colorado on the BKXC Chasing Epic trip, which was awesome. And like, he turns oh, out wow. he lives in, turns out he lives in uh, Lincoln, I think, stinking Lincoln. Yeah. And uh, he was like, we rode the other day, and he's like, if you ever need help on a camera or something, he's a photographer and videographer. So he's like, if you ever need help, let me know. It's so like literally the next week. I'm like, hey, John. <laughs> Yeah, right. you want to help me on something? Right. Totally took advantage of him. Uh, but he came out, and I never realized how nice it was to have somebody that you could just trust to just get the shots for you. Yeah, because you know, most of the time we're solo game, and like right. having people being able to help and be like, send them down the trail and just get the get the shots I need. And like for the most part, you can trust them, except for some of these knuckleheads who recorded vertical video in the chase sequence, which is <laughs> you bastards. I'm calling you guys all out. That's uh, funny. I recorded some stuff for you and then I like copied it all over to OneDrive and then I forgot to send it to you. <laughs> and then by the time that you like, by the time I remembered, you were like, oh, here's my rough cut. And I was like, yeah, he doesn't need it anymore. Yeah. I'll send it well, to you. Maybe you use it for something. There's else. entire possibility that I'll do a, just like a, a full outtake video, I think, of this. Because yeah. there's a lot of stuff for sure that was cut on the cutting room floor there. Yeah. Yeah. There definitely probably will be. So yeah. let's talk a little bit about you, man. How'd you get into mountain biking? 
So it's interesting. I used to casually ride. I had this hard tail that I never really took care of, uh, you know, and I would go ride occasionally. Nothing epic, nothing. I never really, really mountain biked. Like it was kind of, I would find a trail here and there. I have a picture of me somewhere in Yosemite just riding down a road and whatever else. Like I just, I liked being outdoors, but I never like took mountain biking to the level that I, I never knew that it existed in that level, right? Until BKC. So like you like just had like a, like a, like a Walmart kind of bike or no, a half, it was like a specialized, kind of bike. It, was, yeah. it was decent. It was like a, you know, $700 bike or right. front fork. So it was like, right. it was decent. So you um, just bought it because you were like, yeah, hey, I like riding. Like I want to be out in nature and this sounds like a good idea, but you didn't really have any friends that were like taking you along for the ride. No, right? not at all. No, no connection to anybody. And so it's like, you know, at that point, this is years ago, years and years ago. And uh, I took it to Colorado with me when I moved out there, and I just never really—I never—I don't think I ever rode it there. Like maybe downtown or something, but I just yeah, never went to the bar. Kind of dumb, dumb moves to Colorado and doesn't ride the trails. <laughs> yeah, believe me, I understand. I completely regret, dude. You know, it's funny because like I now when I travel anywhere, I'm like, oh, what trails are there? I'm gonna where I'm gonna rent a bike. Am I gonna bring my bike? You know, and um. I, I kick myself in the butt for all these other places that I've been. And I'm like, oh, I never rode while I was there. That was dumb. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. that was a good opportunity. Why didn't I take advantage? Isn't it funny? How, yeah, now we plan all our trips around which, which yeah. trails are around. I'm literally like, hey, let's take a family trip to Moab. You guys will love it. And it's like, just, <laughs> it's totally selfish, 100%. Right? Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, that's, that's funny. So so you're, you had this bike, and you're just kind of like doing whatever with it, and yeah, it, kind of, it, got dil- it got dilapidated, if that's the word. I took it to L.A., mm-hmm. and I left it outside, and it rusted. And I ended up just, like, kind of, like, giving it to somebody. I was like, take this bike. Uh-huh. And it wasn't until I found out that what Brian was doing, right? Like, because we grew up together. So, like, once he, I found out he had a channel, like, at had 100 subs, or I was like, dude, that's cool. I started watching, and it must have been a year that passed before I was like, this is really cool. This is really cool. And finally, like, something clicked where I was like, why don't I get a bike? <laughs> like, why don't I get a real bike and try this? So... I, uh, so you're I, really new to riding then yeah i mean within the last th- two three years or something i would say oh wow yeah i mean to, to like real riding like yeah so, yeah I, you know you fall in love with it how can you not like you take somebody out like if they don't like i don't know why they wouldn't like it's hard not to just be fully committed right and i told right. the guys at work when i was going to buy my first bike i'm like this could be bad because when i get into something i get fully absorbed right yeah i know the feeling yeah. I'm that same kind of guy, dude. It's like, oh fuck. That's why I don't want to try any more like hobbies when people are like, hey, you want to go fishing with me? I'm like, no, no, I don't have time or money for that. Yeah. You know, it's like here's the trick, Robert. You just find somebody who is good at fishing and likes to go and let them do all the work for you and you just show up. That's what yeah. I find is the best. I have a guy uh tom and he's uh he's a he's on the morning show for knci he loves fishing and so he'll just uh-huh. invite me out he he's he gets all the lines squared away he's he's driving the boat he does everything i just show up and uh, catch fish. and like like cast and that's it right yeah, exactly 100 yeah. percent. i'm trying to save that actually like this is one of my jokes between fishing and golf like i'm saving it for when i can't ride bikes anymore it's a solid point yeah, you know, where it's like when I get old, I'm like, oh, man, I can't go do, I can't beat myself up like that anymore. So I guess this is what I'm going to do now. That's, until, that's you, until you realize that you can put a fishing pole in your backpack while you ride and find some of the best fishing spots. That's probably a great idea, huh? I've done that in Downeyville, got... actually. During the downhill of Downeyville at the bridge, you can fish right there, and I catch trout out of that water right there. Oh, right on. Then yeah. you just you just throw them back or you just, just chuck them in your camera yeah. back and freaking take them down for lunch later. You yeah, just eat exactly. it raw like a fucking real man. <laughs> <laughs> just take a fucking bite out of my golem. <laughs> I forgot to mention at the beginning. Apparently, I'm just like 
being a sailor today. So I'm just dropping all the F-bombs and everything. But hey, it's the biker bar. You can get away with whatever you want. 100%. Right? And if you don't like it, you can always skip to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> Which they probably will. Once they find right. out, they're going to be like, who the hell is that Colorado kid guy? And why is he on here? Yeah. Right. Skip. So what, I will say I'm going to rank probably within your top top 75 episodes. I'll probably rank somewhere in there. Yeah, probably. This is the 75th episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got it. <laughs> You nailed that joke, dude. I just kind of just went. I, I was trying to just plow right over top of it. Hundred percent. I don't know why. So, what's the deal with the uh, Colorado? How that? What's what's the deal with that? All right. So here's the story behind the actual name Colorado, Colorado, all that stuff. What it was is, I've always lived here in California. I grew up in Fairfield, and I uh, came up to Sacramento for college. Uh, ended up meeting the wife here. We got a house. Did all that stuff. Well, I got a job opportunity in Colorado. So. We moved out to Colorado for about two years, and um, it was pretty cool. We, we worked with the Spanish broadcast for the Denver Broncos, so I actually got to go to two Super Bowls with them, which was awesome. That's All kinds of adventures cool. out there. Yeah, I saw um, pictures of you like on the field and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally got on the field. I, I don't think I was qualified to, but I, I just ran out there with my camera, and I looked official, so... I was I have a buddy like selfies with my DSLR out on the out on the field. Let me let me tell you this story real quick. Since since we're talking about this, I have a friend. It's actually a guy I hired. He was just like looking for some IT work. Yeah, I hired him at my last place, and he had like the the most popular Raiders um, website, like forum. So it was like a fan forum, and somewhere along the line, like basically he he got the idea that, you know, he wanted to go to football games for free. Right. Yeah. So him and his buddies were like trying to come up with ideas, how they could go to football games for free. And it started out, they were going to go do security for like the, the football arena or something like yeah. that. Obviously that didn't work out. So somewhere along the line, he started this website cause he's an IT guy and it just like, it got popular cause he was like probably one of the first guys to start one and you know, it just whatever it caught yeah. on. So somewhere he's like, you know, let's just say he has like 20,000 people on his forum at that point. And one of the guys that's like one of his regulars is like, dude, you can use this website as like your media to go get on the field. And he's like, what? You know, like, I didn't even know that I could do that. Yeah. You know, so, so this guy like helps him like, you know, connect whatever dots he has to do to be able to like be media person. So he's like, gets finally, you know, the access to go to the game and, and, like his first game he's like down there standing on the field like next to these guys and you know those cameras dude they're they're rocking like thirty thousand dollar lenses oh, yeah. and like 100%. you know like yep. like big rigs he said that he went to best buy before he went to the game <laughs> and bought the most expensive point and shoot that he could get for like 300 bucks <laughs> so he's standing up and, he, and of course he's like he's like just getting housed because like him and all his buddies are like dude i'm going to the game for free i'm gonna be yeah. on the field so he's like Totally drunk down on the field, taking pictures with this $300 camera, but, um, so on and so forth, you know, the story goes on and he ends up, you know, getting better and getting better. Now he's one of those guys that looks all pro on the field, but, uh, yeah. I don't know. I thought it was a pretty funny story. That's so, cool. <laughs> That's so good. He could have gone full exec, just wear a suit and just look like you don't have to do anything. They don't do anything. They just stand around. He could have yeah, done that. Just... Like he would have fit right in. Right. There's tons of guys out there on the field like that. You're like, what's this dude do? I don't know. He just freaking checks like the the, the uh, PSI of the the yeah. football. You know? I don't know, man. He's wearing a suit. He looks official. Yeah, don't ask him any questions. He yeah. looks like we'll get in trouble. It's either that or a yellow jacket. One, a suit or a yellow jacket will get you anywhere in life. <laughs> I'm convinced of it.
There you go. And why does the NFL oh, now? I'm going to get on a tangent. We're, we're on a mountain bike podcast, anyways. So you're you're out there. You're you're like doing football games in Colorado, and then what happens? So basically, just all kinds of adventuring, snowmobiling. I actually learned snowboarding out there, so I did do something useful, even though I didn't mountain bike like a dum dum. But mm-hmm. uh, and then so essentially, like our child, our first child, Franco, was born in Colorado. Mm-hmm. So we called him. He was right on the cusp of the move between California and Colorado. So we called him the Colorado kid for a while. And uh, mm-hmm. so that's kind of where the name came from. And when I was thinking of a name for the channel, I was like, that's it. I mean, I went through a lot of iterations like uh, Mr. Awesome and uh, <laughs> the best around all these other, there's a lot of just stupid names, but yeah, right. anyways, I landed on the Colorado kid. So Colorado was great. I, I love it, man. I would move back there in a heartbeat, but all of our families out here and I like Sac. I, Northern California is pretty incredible too. I yeah. don't really have a lot to complain about out here. Yeah, geography, geography wise, I would never want to leave. Yeah, but there's other things in California where I'm like, eh, I don't know about that. But uh, that's a different podcast. <laughs> yeah. But uh, um, yeah, no, it's it's awesome up here. The weather is great. I mean, I was just thinking about it right before we came in here. I'm like, getting out of my car. I'm like, shorts on, a t-shirt. I'm like, this is January. Like I'm from Pennsylvania, man. They're like, yeah. it's freezing back there. It might be snow in the ground. Like, you know, like it's definitely not this kind of life. It was 70 yesterday and today, I think, which is absolutely nuts. And I'd have never seen Auburn so damn busy with people who don't know what the hell they're doing. Right. Yeah. They, they definitely stocked up on a lot of noobs out there lately. This whole yeah. COVID thing just ruined our like best kept secret. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what kind of beers are you drinking over there, dude? This is a dead guy ale. Oh yeah. That's a good one. Which is always it's, a good one. Yeah, it's kind of like a biker koozie. Oh, Speaking there you of biker go. merch right there. Yeah, see, get one. Shop.biker.com. Mm-hmm. You know what else? You also mentioned the Active Life 2.0. He's on Patreon. Oh, excellent. A good supporter. He he told me the other day that he had uh, a $10 budget for his Patreon, but his bill's $17 a month. That's <laughs> like all of us. You want to know what my budget was for a YouTube channel? And you yeah, want to know right. what it really is? Right. Dear God, I just bought an A7S3 or whatever that damn camera is. How much did that thing cost? I don't want to talk about it. You don't want to talk about it? Yeah. Not in front of the wife. Not in front of the wife. <laughs> no, I sold a bunch of stuff to, to really pay for it. I had a I, like I had a PS5 that I got at launch that I hadn't touched for over a month. I was just sitting here. I was like, let me get it to my buddy. I'm not gonna overcharge. I'm just gonna he's just gonna pay what I bought. And mm-hmm. little things like that, I, I could generate the, the cost for it. But I was just like, let's just get rid of some some fluff. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. Yeah, yeah. I I um I didn't buy a legit camera until I think it was just last year. I bought the a the Sony A sixty six hundred. Yeah, and that's my first like real camera that you know has more than one button. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah. dude, you, you get this thing. I mean, that thing I think cost me like eighteen hundred bucks with like some some extra goodies that came with it but um and uh anyways i mean you spend all this money and and it kind of reminded me of like when you got a computer for the first time when you were like i don't know back in the day it's probably not the same for kids now but like back in the day it's like you you spend two grand on this computer you're like okay now i don't know what to do with it yeah (laughs) starcraft yeah you know like like you're like uh i was gonna like i don't know hack the freaking pentagon or something but i don't know how to do that i was gonna 33 megahertz right (laughs) like (laughs) like i just it's the same way i felt with that camera i was like so excited to get it and then i was like i don't know how to take a picture you know like i have no clue so 
I've been trying, really, really like, trying to learn. About, like hobbies, all of a sudden you're in the hobby. Once you get a camera, you're like, oh crap, I got to learn how to use this thing. And yeah. so it's like, then you're on researching what's the best settings, what's the best video settings. What now you're going down another big rabbit hole that it's just another thing. It's like, yeah. Uh, but like, I actually used to be really into videography and like in in camera and photography and all that stuff. But then. I kind of fell out of it. You know, like the job that I have is 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 a great job. I, I love what I do. I'm a broadcast engineer. And mm -hmm. so most of that's a very technical, technically oriented, right? It's not necessarily a creative endeavor. It's more like problem solving and things like that. So it almost trains your brain against the the just explosive creativity that I'm known for now. Right, guys? Mm -hmm. Right, guys in the chat? Yeah. And so uh, basically, like, I don't know where I was going with that, but I used to be into videography. And so now I'm yeah, relearning that again. So I'm getting oh, yeah. re-caught back up with how to film. You know frame rates and all this stuff and luckily there's a ton of great people even uh, like spokesman spokesman mtb he knows a lot about it john active life knows a lot about it so i just ask people questions and uh it's great to have that resource around because there's it's pretty overwhelming it really is it definitely is it's definitely overwhelming and yeah. it's like like i said i mean you, you spend all this money on it and then you're like you don't know what to do and then you're nervous too like did i buy the wrong thing i don't even know you know what i mean but I think the thing is, like, it's kind of like just like, it's like doing YouTube. You just need to jump in. And once you start getting it, you know, you start using it, you start figuring it out. I've been just trying to take pictures of I don't even know. Like somebody asked me once, they're like, well, what do you like to take pictures of? And I'm like, I don't know stuff, you know, <laughs> like, but like some people are like, oh, I like taking pictures of food or I like taking pictures of yeah. bikes or I like taking pictures. You know what I mean? Like I, at this point, I'm just trying to take pictures of everything because I don't know how to take pictures of anything, you know? Yeah. But it's really fun. I remember going, I went to, uh, when I was still in high school, my dad was like, hey, there's a community college over here. Do you want to take a black and white photography class? And I was like, uh, yeah, let's do it. And so it was actually, I don't even know if digital existed at that point, but it, uh -huh. we had to go and develop fi film in the black, in the dark room. What do you call it? The yeah, yeah, dark, dark room. room. Yeah. And so like trying to manage the reel and you got to click it over and put it in the fluid and all that stuff. I actually went through all that process. So like I could say I'm a, an expert at my craft, you know, like because yeah, I had to do go. that. Yeah, they, they had like a photography something in my high school that I graduated from. All those guys were like kind of weird and they'd like come out of the dark room. We're like, yeah, don't go over there. Yeah. So I was just like, oh, I was all judgy, judgy on them. Meanwhile, I'm like hiding around the back wall of the school smoking a bunch of pot. So <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you guys will never understand. Yeah. <laughs> it's art. Shut up, bro. Right. right. <laughs> but uh yeah i don't even know where i'm going from there <laughs> but i'm pumped yeah so so um how did you get from colorado then back out to cali so okay so the company i was working for i i found out that they had a position open up at the corporate offices in la and uh, i thought you know like or everybody wants to work their way to the top right that's kind of the goal is like i want to make it to like the to top level so like corporate office like running the network audio and all that stuff like that sounds awesome and i actually had a great time i met a lot of great friends out there somebody that i uh, knew from la was in the chat earlier and uh it was a good position i built some new showcase studios for them we did a bunch of stuff um and so i was out there for a couple of years and then it was really like it was really like we had our daughter there and uh, so that's why i say i'm never moving to another city by the way because every city i move to we have another damn kid <laughs> overwhelmed right and so um yeah essentially we're in la for a couple of years uh there was good things that we liked about it i didn't like the hustle and bustle like i didn't like dealing with the traffic i yeah. like I, I would never move back there whereas like colorado would move back in an instant you know what i mean yeah. like yeah yeah and, and that's not to say that i didn't like it it was just like you know we did a lot of great stuff with the kids the zoo the museums all that stuff and the beaches yeah. were cool but it's just the sheer hassle of doing anything in that city 
Right. Uh, so we lived out there for a couple of years. Then it was like, you know what? We have two kids. It's time to get back to Sacramento where we have the house. We've got her parents here. My parents are in Fairfield. And everybody's close by. And it really does make a huge difference having family around. And I, I wouldn't trade yeah. it in the world. Yeah. It's, and it's, it's easy, too, with the kids then because it's, like, easy to get somebody that's willing to, like, have the kids over at their house while you can go dip out with the lady or whatever, you know. Or go mountain biking. Yeah, that's the. That, I was trying to make it sound like I'm. See ya. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I'll, we could have dinner when I get home. <laughs> yeah, you better be ready. <laughs> Jesus, she's probably listening. Right. So, uh, so then that was in L.A. So then, how'd you get back up to up, up to uh, Sacramento then? Yeah, and that's pretty much it. I mean, like basically, like we're like, all right, it's time. And the wife gave me some positive pressure in that regard. She was like, you know. It's time. It's time. What do you think about now? What do you think about now? And I kind of felt guilty about leaving my boss because we got along great and everything. Uh -huh. and I, I just had to like, all right, it makes sense. Now's the time. Right. So, so, so once you got back up here, that's whenever you decided to get back in. Uh, that's when you got into mountain biking then? Yeah. Right around that time, I found, uh, I found, uh, I just started cruising. I don't know. I still don't know anything about bikes, by the way, but I ended up cruising. I don't even remember where I bought the bike from Craigslist, Facebook Marketplace or Pink Bike. I don't know. You just uh, went straight for a dentist bike though too, huh? No, my first bike was a Bronson. Oh, there you ah, go. Right up your alley. Right up my alley. And uh, I found a, I found a, a Bronson, that matte black. It was like a 2017 or I don't remember which year yeah, it was. Yeah. It was that matte black, super sexy. And yeah. uh, I, I text Brian. I was like, where should I go ride for my first ride on a mountain bike? And he sent me up to the uh, Armstrong to lower coral. And I always say coral, but apparently it's corral. All right. Yeah, but I'm going to keep pronouncing yeah. it coral for whatever reason. So he I was sent up, me there up there yesterday. Did you? Yeah, yeah, I wasn't riding. I was just hiking with the dog. It's all snowing and stuff like, but yeah, that's funny. You need some snow up there, but like he yeah. sent me up there. Okay, first of all, I haven't. Mountain that's your biked first. In years. That's the first mountain bike ride that he tells you to go on. Yeah, for anybody that doesn't isn't familiar with this trail, what it is is it's at least a thousand <laughs> feet of climbing at seven thousand feet elevation already. You're talking about somebody who has no physical fitness whatsoever. Well, I'm physically fit, but not like you know what mountain bike. You know, riding is different than like yeah, riding whatever. shape is different than like hiking shape or running shape. Like sure. it's definitely different. Yeah, and if you take I'll. Say this, even like this year, I'm in probably one of my best riding shape ever. And even whenever I was like 40 pounds lighter than this, I'm still probably in better riding shape than that. And the second half of that climb blows donkey balls. Like when you get to the top of corral, it's yep. like, okay, that wasn't bad. We're at elevation. I could do this all day. Yep. And then you turn the corner and it's like, hey, check this out. Yep. Oh, bam. Solid kick <laughs> in the balls. Yeah. Yeah. Just. <laughs> Just lay it on this rock and then smash it with another rock. <laughs> <laughs> I literally yeah. had to stop last time. I was about to throw up. I'm like, I, gotta, I also was extremely hungover, but I did it yeah. anyways. Not on the first ride, but on the most recent one. But coming but down, like, yeah, that you've got trail, the hellacious climb, yeah. and then you've got exposure. Like, there's a lot of exposure on the first section of that trail. Like, yeah. it scared the hell out of me. I just like walked a lot of stuff there. And but like, yeah. you, the, once you get to that first vista, and you probably know what I'm talking about. You come down. There's like a big log that comes across, and then you stop right there, and you can see the whole valley. And it's like, yeah, yeah. boom, hooked. Like at this yeah. point, I'm fully committed to this sport. You know what I mean? And so then you yeah. get to those tabletops at the bottom of corral, and it's like jump, jump, jump. I was like, oh, this is the funnest thing. It's like a roller coaster. Yeah. And you're hooked. Man, I am um, just like now. Everybody knows that Brian's an asshole. Yeah, 100%. yeah, I want you guys to know the real truth behind BKXC. Right, he's an asshole. Right. Oh, that's hilarious. That's I definitely, idea. I'm surprised. I mean, he, I mean, obviously, he knows you, so he, he must have just been taken into your your like other activities that you do. And because yeah. why would you send somebody on that for their first ride? But 
Well, apparently he did it, so he must not have been wrong. So you know what I mean. It was good. Yeah, I was. I it was. It was punishment. Uh, but I was hooked. I was hooked. Yeah. You know, like if anybody else told me it was their first mountain biking trip, be like, you should go to Granite Bay. Right. Perfect. But, right. Yeah, anyways, yeah, I was hooked. It was uh it was amazing. So I rode that for quite a while. I took some road trips on that. I took it out to Utah. I did went to Park City and some other stuff. I was just riding all over the place. I was like, why'd you hey, get rid of Bronson, dude? Huh? Why'd you get rid of Bronson? So I think like I think it was just not maybe not the right size for me. Like I would get a lot of pedal strikes and I, I rode an SB six out in Colorado that Keystone. I rented one to do some uh -huh. downhill and it was like capable as hell. And the uh -huh. Bronson was great, by the way. I don't have anything bad to say about it. Well, I think like, the one that you had was the V1, and honestly, the V1 wasn't the greatest. So yeah, so there yeah, was like yeah. there was times where I felt limited. It felt like my pedals were striking quite a bit. Maybe the climbing wasn't quite there. And then like I was like I heard all about 29ers. So once I'd rode the SB6, I was like, this is amazing. And then I like researched a bit more, and it was time to get an actual like a my first new bike. Right. And I found the 5.5, and like to me. Yeah. It does a lot and it does it well and i don't really have anything to complain about i've ridden other bikes like i rode in colorado i rode um the gorilla gravity it was incredible like uh -huh. but it didn't do anything that my bike doesn't do like you know like it didn't it didn't wow me it didn't so yeah and i'm coming this from, from a perspective where i still like don't know a lot about bikes i'm very much like brian in that regard where it's like just give me a bike and i'll ride you know what i mean yeah i'm i i mean i <sighs> I don't know how to explain it. I, I know a lot about like bikes as far as like, I guess you could say how they work and stuff like that and can fix most of the stuff on my bike. Most of the things I don't fix on my bike is not because I don't know how to, it's more like I'm just too lazy to, I'd rather sure. pay somebody. Yeah. But, um, but I am like a freaking rockhead when it comes to like understanding like why I like this bike yeah. and, and, and that I can relate with that. You know what I mean? Like, like for me, like, I just get on the bike. I'm like, yeah, I don't really, I don't know. It just doesn't feel good, you yeah, know? Yeah. And, and then they're like, well, is, how's the suspension feel? I'm like, I don't know, dude. <laughs> you know, like, like I'll have to ride my bike for like three months of the suspension being all screwed up before I finally am like, I think I need some help to get this dialed in, you know? Yep. Bikes on hooked me up. Yeah, we rode with bikes we were, on the other day and he was fixing everybody's suspension. I yeah. Like, he like dialed my shit in, dude. I was like, my bike was all screwed up. I was just going to burn it. And then um, I <laughs> was going to finally buy that fishing rod. And then he's like, yeah, let me, let me help you out here. And he's like, click, click, click. And he's like, let me, um, how many cliffs do you have it at? And I was like, dude, I have like no clue. Like yeah. he's like, well, well let's, let's figure out where it's at right now so we can set it back. No, we don't need to do that, dude. Mm -hmm. Like there is absolutely nothing that you could do to this. That's going to make me be like, oh, that's fucked up now. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Plus, it'll take me like three months to realize it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. I'm the same boat. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I don't even know if I could tell you if he made. Any, if he snuck into my garage right now and made some changes, right. I don't know if I could tell you if he did anything. Right. Yeah. People are like, "Oh, you just got to adjust the rebound. Would you do the higher or the low?" I'm like, I don't even know where. I, I know where the knobs are. <laughs> I know it has knobs. Right. <laughs> I used to like click shit like I knew what I was doing. Yeah. And and I just at a certain point, like I think with this last bike, I'm like, you know what? I'm done clicking shit, dude. I don't know. Cause all I would do is like, let's say I got on the fork, it'd be like, I'm gonna turn it all the way this way. Yeah. Or I'm gonna turn it all the way that way. And you know, like there should only be like on-off switches with that thing for me. Like here's, I would understand what it then. 
Here's what I've discovered that the buttons are really useful for. Excuses, because when I go to a jump park, I can say, I think I just have the rebound set too high. It's not really, I'm just not getting the jumping ability I want. Like, it, it's just excuses, you know? That's all I yeah. use it for. It's, it's yeah, that. Oh, I'm not climbing fast enough. I, I think I clicked it too many times. Yeah, I, don't yeah. I let out too much air out of my shock. I don't know how a shock pump would mean. And then, yeah. then fortunately, some guy on the ride's like, oh, I got mine. You're like, oh, no, it's, I don't want to hold everybody up. Yeah, we're going to keep riding. It's fine. It's fine. I'm carrying a bunch of snacks in the back anyways. Yeah, yeah. Everything's everything's okay. Everything's okay. Yeah. The weight in my pack is slowing me down too. Let's just <laughs> let's just get it all out of there. All right. I'm the expert at excuses on a ride. Right. Yeah, no, I always have a lot of excuses about being the last guy in the climb. So like I've perfected those over the years because even in great shape, yeah, I'm still the slowest climber. Yeah. Like it, it doesn't matter what I do, like I just can't climb. Like, and so I like just, I have like a whole, whole like plethora of like jokes for the back. I'm not, I'm just hanging out back here, make sure no, nobody drops anything. <laughs> you know? Yep. That's yeah. The best so. part about having a camera strapped to us sometimes is we could just act like we're talking to the camera, even though it's not recording. Right. Do that one? Yeah. 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 Just <laughs> people leave you alone. <laughs> Get out of my hair, kid. You bother me. <laughs> That's good stuff. So, at what point was it like, hey man, I need I needed to make a channel? That's a great question. Um, you know what it was is I told you with my job, it's it's very technically based. So it's like mm -hmm. you're more analytical than anything. And I, I could feel myself losing my creativity. Like I always kind of prided myself on my quick wit and and my improvisational ability of like just uh -huh. coming up with stuff. And like I was kind of like, I found myself not like having I could like somebody would say a clever thing to me and I didn't like have a retort, you know, which is yeah. obviously very opposite now. But I was like, man, I don't want to like, I don't want to lose it. And then I just really started watching everybody's channels. And I'm like, I can add a voice here. I think I can add a voice. I think I have something to say, you know? And mm -hmm. so it really was. And, and, and somebody said this recently, I think maybe crashing dad, one of crashing dad's latest videos. He said, don't let, uh, don't, don't let being perfect ruin good enough or something like that. Right. You know, where it's like, yeah, you want you're like oh i can't start it until i get this camera i can't start it. Yeah. I, can't, I don't have the right mic or like you got a cell phone like in fact when i went on the fishing trip with brian we did at nevada city where i took him down and we rode nevada city and we went fishing and we caught a fish and all that stuff like mm -hmm. and then i really finally like saw his setup it was just a cell phone and a gopro you're like that's all you need like you're yeah. off to the races i mean everything else is icing on the cake and it was like i could do that and so like i just kind of like finally just sat down and I came up with, uh, yeah, it's just, I finally just did it, I guess is yeah. what it was. And it was like, I, I really just want to like put my creative, I needed a creative outlet for myself. Like that's yeah. really what it was. Yeah. And yeah. so now that, now it's really like forming into something different. It, it changes and evolves. And, um, and then, you know, when you first yeah. start, like first start of just like pure POV, like, I don't really know what the hell I'm doing. Like you can go watch the first video. It's every like you always told, you told me when you go watch your old videos, you're going to be like, oh, this video I just released today is the best video I've ever done. But then you're going to go right. back, you know, six months from now and you're going to be like, man, I, I screwed up so much stuff in that. Video. Yeah, right. Yeah. It sucks, too, because then you're just, you know, especially when you're doing like a podcast like this and you start complaining about it. And people are like, but, dude, I like those videos. And I'm like, well, yeah, they, I did, too. Don't tell me. I'm not saying that, like, you're you're bad for liking them. You know what I mean? It's just that yeah. uh, as you learn how to do more things, you're like, you just see more problems so to speak with what you did you know like yeah 
Yeah. So I guess, you know, I, I don't know. We're probably in it for, we're in it for like a couple of reasons, you know, we're in it because we want, you know, some kind of notoriety. No, I can't say that word. That's today. the only reason I'm in it. I want, I want to be recognized everywhere I go, Robert. Right. Yeah. So I you're in it for millions of dollars. Those are the right. two main reasons I'm right. in this thing, to be honest. So we start with those ideas and yeah. then it's like, but, but like, we also just probably want to beat ourselves up because we're like, oh yeah, here's something I can really talk shit about myself yeah. to myself about, you know? But I don't know. There's been a lot of a lot of good things, man. The one of the biggest, you know, things is like at the end of the day, you have this like video photo album of your life that you yeah. can go back on and like that's really cool. It's really cool. Even if you watch the video and you're like upset with how it was edited, you're like you get to relive those moments, you know? That's that's yeah. pretty cool, you know. That's that's like we're that's a really cool thing, you know. I think it's super interesting. I treat everything as a learning experience, and so like this whole process is has been one that's like, you know, I, I think I said recently in a post I was like, you know, if you're getting comfortable, if it's easy, then you're not pushing yourself hard enough, right? So yeah, if you take that, no matter what it is, whether you're making videos or whatever else it is, if you're just like going to work every day and it's just routine and whatever, like maybe try to ask your boss if there's something else you can learn. Maybe like maybe try to elevate somehow no matter what you're doing is like try to push yourself a little harder like so that's kind of what i am doing constantly now i'm like yeah i had this idea for this video and i'm like i don't know if i can pull this off man like and then i just reached out to everybody and they were so supportive about like helping make it and it's like now i've never done anything like this like a 20 minute long tv episode basically is what this yeah. is gonna drop tomorrow and so like now that opens the floodgates more for me like i've got all these crazy ideas that like i think now i'm more capable of doing than ever before because before i was just like i don't know how to do that i probably can't do that and now i'm like well i did that yeah. i could probably do that too right yeah right so it's interesting and it, it, it gives me no excuses to not try the know? crushing like, dad said a really good one here he says if you're not cringing at your previous videos you're probably not getting better I'm going to be honest with you, Crash and Dad. You shut your mouth. All my past <laughs> videos are incredible. I don't want to hear it from you, all right? And I don't like that Robert put it up on the screen, but right. fine. Enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I still, I like, I think most of us are still pretty proud of what we've done in the past. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I, totally. I've only been at it for a year. I'm so new to this game that, like, you have been a huge help. I can ask you questions, and you've got past experience that you can give to me, like, and all that stuff is huge. I'm not afraid to reach out to people and just be like, I don't know what I'm doing, man. Like, what do you think about this? And so yeah. it's like, that's been a huge, like weight off your, my shoulders, you know? Like, yeah, I know. It's definitely, a, definitely nice to have a, another group of, or like some other creators that you can like bounce things off of, especially other creators that are doing the same thing. So if you're new and you're, you know, starting a channel, like if you have another buddy that's doing it or, you know, get on some boards and, you know, see some other people that have similar subscriber count or something like that, that are just starting out and, and collaborate with them because yeah. it's all there. There's so much to like, try to learn, you know, like, I, I don't know. Most of us are not video people when we start, yeah. Like I remember like, okay, I went out and I decided I was going to finally do this channel. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to edit this. And I'm like, I don't know how to do that. So I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'm going to look for some editing software. And it's like, hey, this is Adobe Premiere. Uh, this is what people make movies with. Okay, yeah. well, I mean, if I'm in, in my mindset is like, hey, I'm going to do this. Like, why go in and like, like learn how to use some like, like rinky dink program that is going to end up later, like holding me back. Right. Yeah, yeah. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, well, I know it's going to suck, but I'm going to have to like learn this program. But then it's like, okay, now 
you start and you're like, how do I get to start? And you look that up for like 20 minutes until you find the video that actually like tells you how to like just start the timeline. And then you're like, okay, now how do I make a cut? And you're looking around, you're like all these buttons all over the place, like it's a freaking cockpit of a jet, you know? <laughs> and you're like, okay, I made a cut. And then you're like, oh, wait, I want to put some words on the screen. Oh, fuck. You know, there goes another three hours on YouTube. It's like, took so much time. I was like, yeah. I remember thinking, why is there not a video? I'm sure there's hundreds of them, but the YouTube search algorithm sucks. But why is there not a video that's like, hey, new guy, here's what you do. Click this button. And then that does that and then yeah. drag this on here. And then that does that. And then click this and click this. And then there's how you export, yeah. you know, it's like the I worst thing that. about YouTube sometimes is, is not only that, but like, it's like the four minute intro that people do before they tell right. you what you want to know. It's like, right. Hey, today on today's video, we're going to tell you all about how to click this in premiere. Then it's like 30 second <laughs> intro. And then it's like, right. okay, Hey, so let me tell you about the sponsor I got. And then fucking four <laughs> minutes later, God damn it. You finally get to the point. Yeah. Four minutes if you're lucky, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, just show me in 30 seconds. I'm, I'm out. Like, just give it to me, all right? Yeah. Give it. The worst part now is that at least they used to, like, show you where the commercials were. So you would be like, oh, there's one coming. I'm going to click two ahead so I can see if maybe it got to the yeah. point by then. But now they don't even show them on the timeline. So you're just like, oh, I finally, he's about to say it. Blink. Now it's a commercial. There's an ad playing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. It's just ridiculous. So I spent probably 80% of my time when I first started this whole YouTube thing, just like looking at tutorials, like, yeah, yeah. Like just how do you do this? How do you do that? Like, yeah. I had been out of it for so long. I'd edited a few things like in premiere, uh, like before, but it had been years, man. So it was like, just, just getting real back into yeah. it. Like it was such a fresh, I knew cut and paste and I knew how to do some other things, but that was it, you know? Yeah. So I'm definitely yeah. probably still to this day, only using like 24, 25% of its capacity, you know, like, I'm, oh, I'm sure. It. Yeah, no, I'm sure there's some like, there's some stuff that I see that other people do. And I'm like, I don't even, I don't even have a clue how to do that. And yeah. it looks sick. You know, yep. it's weird too. Do you, I don't, do you notice that you like watch TV totally different now? I, I feel like some kind of like weird, like SoCal snob. Cause I'm like, Oh, did you see that transition? That was good. <laughs> yeah. Like totally. my lady's like, what the fuck are you talking about? The guy just got murdered. And I'm like, no, I don't even care about that. Did you see the way they cut to that scene? Oh yeah. my God. That was so cool. I think I literally <laughs> had a long conversation with my wife once. I'm like, do you see why this is so cool? And she was so aloof and uncaring about what the hell I was talking about. It was just like, shut up. Like, yes. Get so out what they here. did here? They timed the music perfectly with the thing. And the th yeah. she's like, cool. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Yeah. <laughs> I had this, that, that reminds me of, uh, before I made that video of the, um, I think it's now it's called, uh, how to fail miserably at YouTube, but originally it was supposed to be a, how to do YouTube video. It's kind of like a sarcastic one. Have you seen that one? I remember watching that one. Yep. Before I made that, like at the time I was thinking, oh man, I just want to make a different channel that I can like do whatever I want to do on it, yeah. you know? And that's kind of what it was like. I was like, I'm going to try to like make this like funny video and just see how well it does. And if that channel starts doing well, then I'll just start doing whatever I want to do. And I won't be like limited by mountain bike material. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of like what Seth, Seth's doing with Burn Peak. Yeah. Whatever Express or something. Right. But um, anyways, I already forgot what I was. Oh, so I was like, 
I, I was like, oh man, I'm going to, I had like three or four different video ideas. So, but I start pitching the lady on that video and like, mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I think it's going to be hilarious. And like, this is what I'm going to do. And this is how the scenes are going to go. And she listens to me for like 15 minutes. And then she looks at me and she's like, why can't you do that on your own channel? <laughs> I don't think you understand. No, I do understand. Yeah. Why can't you do it on your channel? Like you already have like 10,000 people that are watching. Why do you want to start a new one? Yeah. Well, because I can't do it. Yes, you can. <sighs> I guess you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like you just crushed it. Yeah. Yeah. But she's right. I think she's yeah. right. I think we, I think anybody comes to anybody's channel for them. Like we're yeah. coming to watch you. We're yeah. not, I mean, it is mountain biking, but like, look it at out here making way. chip drink videos, you know, right? it's like, if we're not doing what we want, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's a hard line to follow because if I wanted to be successful, which I'm not going to be, <laughs> if I wanted to be successful, I'd go make some bike review videos and like, do a couple things properly by the books. Cause that will get me views. But like, instead, yeah, I if mean, you want views and subscribers, yeah. spoof, you know yeah. what I mean? Like that nobody's going to watch. Yeah. But like, I, I don't know. A part of the, a part of me realized by making this one that like, that's what I'm committed to is what I want. And like, you, yeah. know, if, you know, it's, it's not going to get me long-term. Like I'm never going to get, you know, to as big a single track, whoever else, yeah. because like, I just, there's going to be such a niche market for what I'm making, but like it, that was so goddamn fun that like, I can't not do it. Like it was just yeah. so fun. Like, and it was, it was like, I could go make uh, another, I don't know. I don't know. Like it's, I, 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 I okay. So this year, I think like now that I reached a thousand, it was like, okay, what's my next goal? I was like, I want to hit 10,000 by the end of 2021. Jesus, and it's like an arbitrary that's a number. Big, that, that's a big jump, dude. I know it's an arbitrary number and it doesn't mean anything. And it's totally uh, like unrealistic, but it's like, now that I think about it, I'm like, nah, that's not really that important to me after all. Like once like started making this stuff, I'm like, you know, what, let's just make some fun stuff. And, uh, there'll be a few people that dig it. And, uh, yeah. I think there's some here and we'll see how it goes. I mean, whatever. I think it's, it's a fun creative outlet and. Yeah, I think uh, I had to get, I had to go through some motions to get to there. Yeah. Like when I first started, I definitely thought, you know, oh, I'm going to bring something that's different, you know? And then I was like, I'm, I'm I, like, I wanted my channel to get big. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then after a while, I realized that something I'm doing is not making my channel get big. So, but I'm enjoying what I'm doing. You, you know what I mean? So it yeah. was kind of, I was kind of like in this like weird spot then. Cause it was like, you know, obviously I would have 30,000 subscribers by now if I'd been doing YouTube for two years and I was doing it right. Like yeah. whatever I'm doing, you know, like, let's just say at that point, I'm like, okay, so what the hell am I actually doing here? You know, like, why am I like, I know I'm not quitting my job because like I have to have like a million subscribers before I get to the point yeah. of like making the money, maybe not that many, but like I need a hundred, couple hundred thousand subscribers before I can make the money that I could literally quit my job. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's not happening anytime soon. I mean, at this point, I, I think I've been doing YouTube for like four years, dude. I got like yeah. 12,000 subscribers. Yeah. <laughs> like I am, I'm definitely not killing it, you know, yeah. but I'm, I've definitely had a shit ton of fun, you yeah. know? So I think, I think I've got personally like, and you probably too, we've got so much to say, like now ideas are just like the floodgates are open, man. Like I, yeah. I got so much stuff on a piece of paper to film now that like, I don't even know how I'm going to find the time to do it. So it's yeah. like, 
if people are around for the ride, it's going to be wild. And uh, I, I, again, like, uh, no front brakes as you're right. And only two viral videos away from a hundred K. Right. But, like, you know what, it, it, you know what it forced yeah, me totally to do right is, there too. it forced me to, to define what I think of as success. And so yeah. like, if you would have told me, uh, you know, when I started this channel a year ago that like, I would have been able to ride with some amazing people and meet all these great people and, you know, do this thing and, you know, meet you and be on your podcast and do all this other stuff. Like I never would have believed you. I mean, like, the, the community that's like built up around our area and, and some of the stuff we do already is incredible. It's like, it, yeah, that is almost success. Like when you could just like having people to ride with that are so cool is like, it's really interesting to me. I, I don't know. I kind of define that more success than anything now. Yeah. It's totally weird. Like, um, I, when I meet people that don't know that I'm a YouTuber, you know, and we get done with the ride and they're like, yeah, dude, if you ever want to ride sometime, hit me up. And I'm like, I don't know how to explain it, but it's like, dude, I actually don't have that option. What you're talking about, because I have somebody asking me to ride all the time. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, and I sometimes I want to ride by myself and yeah. sometimes I want to ride just with my buddies. And it's like, I just, I feel bad. I, I always am like, you know, like, Oh yeah. Um, yeah. 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 I don't know what to say. Right. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just kind of like, but it's like you have in this area, at least, and I would imagine your subscribers are probably similar that a lot of them are from here. Sure. Yeah. You know, so it's like, there's a lot of people that are like super cool people that are like, Hey, let's go ride. You know? So you meet somebody that doesn't know that you do that. And you're like, yeah, I, I definitely like to ride with you sometime. Fucking send me a calendar invite dude. Cause I'm going to forget. I can't even remember from the 16 people that sent me messages on Instagram especially like the the other 25 on facebook and the the three emails that i got i'm like there was a guy that was going to show me this trail in anguin who the hell was he yeah you know like three months later i found out it was bike some <laughs> <laughs> like that guy's uh, a hooligan right <laughs> but like i was like man I was going to go down there and now I don't remember who the hell it was. Yeah. And then I'm like looking through Instagram messages for like an hour. Nope. Wasn't Instagram. Like, you know, like, yeah. did he send me an email? I don't know. Was it on page? I don't know. You know, like, so it's, uh, it's interesting. At least it's like the first world problems. But I, I think what I was getting at earlier though, was I had to go through this moment of like realizing that, okay, I'm, my channel's not going to blow up where it's not anytime it's not looking like that is like my road to success. Like, I'm not like, like, Holy shit, I'm at a hundred thousand. It's been six months, you know, like, mm -hmm. so I needed to like wrap my head around it where it was like, all right, this is something that I'm doing for fun. And like, how, do, how do I want that to happen? You know what I mean? And like, stop putting this pressure on myself to have something that, is maybe not easily obtainable as I thought it was going to be, you know, yeah. like I would, if you would ask me when I started where I'd be at in four years, I would definitely think I'd be at least at like 70,000 subscribers yeah, yeah, by yeah. now. You know what I mean? Like not where I'm at, but I didn't know, like, I didn't know, you know what I mean? I don't and, think there's an answer to the right form. If we all knew like the, the, what made it six, like if we all knew the answer, we'd all be doing it. Like, yeah, I think there's a traditional route that people follow and they create incredible content that people want. And I'm obviously doing the exact opposite. <laughs> like, I'm now treating it like essentially like the realization that I had is I'm now treating it as a way to like put my brain 
in a video form. Like, you, yeah, you know, just to have what, fun. What I come up with, you know, and, and what can we do? And, you know, if people dig it, they dig it. And if they don't, uh, you know, then I totally understand. It's a weird sense of humor. And uh, but I think we're having a lot of fun with it. So it's like, yeah. you know, what can you do? What can you do? I think I realized that and even just had like a little like aha moment a couple of weeks ago. Maybe it was a month ago. And uh, I was like watching one of my old videos and it was just like it was making me laugh. The shit that I was saying, you yeah. know, and somewhere along the line, I was trying to like clean stuff up so that, you know, a bunch of people were telling me, oh, it's because you cuss too much and you'd like do this or that. And that's why you're, you're not getting subscribers. So I was trying to like mind my P's and Q's and I was like that's not who I am. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, I mean, it's not like I'm getting on video and being fake, but it's like, Oh, I'll just edit out all the fucks. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like just edit right around that, you know, or, you know, and, and I was like watching some video and I was going down the trail and just saying some stupid shit. And I was like, that's funny. It made me laugh. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that's what I need to keep doing, you know, yeah. cause that was fun. You know? I think there's something to that, man. Like I said, we're gonna we're gonna be working. We got all kinds of cameras and stuff now. We're gonna do all kinds of weird stuff up here in NorCal. Nobody's gonna yeah. know what to expect. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. And I think the other thing too is like learning at what you're good at. You know, when I first yeah. started, I would have thought that like I was gonna do like reviews and mm -hmm. and I found out real quick, dude, I hate doing reviews. Like it is not my thing. Like I every, do, I do have a good idea for a parody mountain bike review video, and it's going to involve like smoke machines and lasers and all kinds of stuff. So I oh, may film that. I'm in. I'm in when I don't have to edit it. <laughs> 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 That's all I really want is you to get big, and then I can just be one of your like like lackeys on the side that just gets you know you know how like uh like what's it Mr. Beast like yeah. all his buddies are like freaking probably loaded because you know. Every time he does like a new like, hey, sit on this toilet for three days and you get a uh, sixty thousand dollars, right? So like, I'll be one of the guys that sits on the toilet or on the mountain bike for three days and you can give me sixty thousand dollars and then I don't have to edit the video. <laughs> <laughs> so just keep making shitty videos, Joe, and and we'll both, we'll both be happy. That's my specialty. I like <laughs> I like when I made that hero dirt one, like where it's like a it's a minute long video that I shot like a, like a an artsy coffee like a coffee farm commercial but for yeah. hero dirt i knew nobody was gonna watch it like i spent a ton of time on that like it was whatever <laughs> i thought yeah. it was funny i watched it i thought it was funny too yeah i liked just... it whenever you were like letting the dirt kind of like go through your fingers <laughs> your channel's come a long way though dude i know whenever i first watched your channel i remember having a conversation with bkxe about you and i was like i think this guy's channel is gonna go like blow up yeah. Just because like you have the right personality, you, you like I, I could tell that it was just a matter of like you kind of figuring out you and like what you're doing. You, you know what I mean? And I yeah, think no, I, I think I totally get it. Yeah. I think, I think what you're doing now where you're like doing like more kind of planned videos yeah. rather than like trying to do POV or whatever. Like you have a great like you're on to something, I think is what I'm trying to say. The unfortunate side of that is like the 40 hours that went into making this video, you know, like yeah. the planning, the shooting and all that. Like there's a lot more involved, but it's like so fun that like, how can I argue with it? Um, and, it, you know, a lot of that has to do with like suggestions from people. Like it's not just like it's just not just like me. It's, you know, I remember um, like one of the one of the moments that really kind of put me in a in a in a bind was uh when paul the punter mentioned me on the on uh, i think it's joey podcast or something right mm -hmm. after shane and i did a video together mm -hmm. and he was like that guy would have been great like five years ago and like 
it it like really did kind of sit with me for like about a couple of weeks. I was just like, yeah, he's good know, at like, saying shit like that that just fucking works on your soul for a little bit, and then you're and like, it damn it, yeah. he was right, you know. Yeah. But it wasn't mean. It was just no, like yeah. he, he just points shit out like that. That's exactly it. It wasn't. It wasn't like it was just kind of sad. I was like, oh, oh, oh. and then you're like, at first, you're like, okay, and then like at the, you're like, oh, oh, oh wait, what does he mean by that? like? And he really made me think, like, rethink what the channel was going to be, mm -hmm. and. And it made me realize that it's malleable. Like, it can always change. It can always turn into something different. You can make a suggestion, and I go, "That's a good point." Like, let me make some changes there. Like, and all those things. Like, there's no defined, uh, there's no defined uh, definition for the channel or what it is. So it's like, it can always be whatever. And like, it's so random. Like, one thing I can attest to is that when you come to this channel, you're never going to quite understand or know what you're going to get. Like, it's that's kind of what I like. Like, you know, some guys are very consistent with content. I feel yeah. like every one of my videos has a very different feel or yeah. theme. I think the one thing that you said a few minutes ago that I wanted to touch on that I don't remember where I saw it. I think it actually might have been a, an interview with Mr. Beast. But even if that video, like, like you said, oh, it took like 40 hours or whatever, like, he said, make one video a month that's really freaking good. Yeah. That could get 60,000 views, right? Let's just say a number. Instead of making one every week that gets 2,000. Yeah. Like, what's it matter? Yeah. Like, if that's what, like, you really like, and that's, like, what does it, you know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like too many people get stuck on this idea of, Oh, I need to make X amount of content in an X amount of time. I know I was that way for a while. I was like, oh, you had to do like BKXE told everybody you had to be three videos a week. You, you know what I, I mean? Too. Yep. hundred you know? percent. I was like, I got to have one out every week or every yeah. two every week. And then maybe that's the definition of success. I think ultimately you will get subscribers that way. Yeah. But maybe it's not the, then it, like single track sampler is the example to that now. Right? Like everyone's like, what happened to him? Whatever. And then he comes up, boom, his video gets three, 4 million views. Like, it's right. like he doesn't, he's not on a timetable anymore and he knows he doesn't need to be on one. You know, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Just do whatever. And I mean, at this point, that's where I'm kind of like, I'm totally like single track sampler. You know, <laughs> <laughs> maybe my release schedule is, but my uh, view count's definitely not there. But no, no break says, look at trail features one every six months. <laughs> right. And, but they kill though. Trail features videos kill. Like, kill I like, them. I was like, what the hell? Why did your hydraulic brake video go so crazy? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like he knows somebody on the inside. <laughs> all kinds of weird tricks for sure. Right. You guys know it. We know it. He's definitely on. He's on to something that we're not sure about. Yeah. Yeah. But and yeah, your quality content that people want, whatever. Right. Right. I think he, what he's been doing really well is that um, he he's he's uh, touching that market of people that are new to biking. Yeah. And and that are like uh, also not willing to spend a shit ton of money. Yeah. And um, and a lot of us aren't necessarily doing that because we're really into biking. Yeah. So we've spent a shit ton of money on our bikes or whatever. And then it's like some of that stuff is just like way out of reach. Like I like in my mind, I don't really realize how much my bike costs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause it's like, Oh, I bought this frame and then I got these wheels and then I bought, you know what I mean? But like, cause I didn't go out and buy it brand new, but like, if I would have bought that bike when it came off the showroom floor, it was like, it's probably like a $9,000 bike. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? That's not how much I paid for it, but yeah. like, 
but then I, I have to like put that into perspective of like somebody else that's like, Hey, their budget's like 1500 bucks. They're looking at this bike going like, Holy shit, dude. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? And, and, um, and that's gotta be the bigger market than like the guys like us that can spend whatever. On yeah. It. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely. It definitely is. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, I don't know. I think Savant capitalized on that really well too. I remember yeah, he's been being doing at like thing. seven thousand or something. Then he started making kind of some more budget oriented bike videos, and it was like boom, twenty thousand instantly. Yeah, Tell the guy to make some more damn videos. I'm gonna call him right now. Right, just put him on the line. Have you met him in person? No, we keep yeah. meaning to, and yeah. it just never works out. And then the COVID thing hit, so I know he was pretty scared of that for a while, from my understanding. But he's he like rode with just uh, Degonger today. Yeah, he's just as even keel on his videos as he is in person. You're like, yeah. oh, yeah, dude, this guy's like chill. <laughs> yeah, the, people often tell me just to shut up most right? of the time. Just shut the fuck up, man. Just, can you stop talking for like three minutes? <laughs> that's a lot to ask, but I might be able to pull off a minute and a half right? if you ask that's, nicely. That's how I, that's how I, that I explain you to the lady. I'm like, yeah, he makes me feel like I don't talk that much. And she's like, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's like the, you won't shut the fuck up and i'm like yeah imagine that yeah, yeah. and i yeah I, the first time okay so the first time i went on a podcast rc invited me to his and he was like shit. oh let's do like a half hour oh, podcast God. or whatever we ended up talking, talking for two hours and it's because i, I wouldn't water. shut up <laughs> hey look at he's got technical malfunction what is he doing yeah. plugging it in yep that's what happens whenever you stand on your freaking cable <laughs> rookie right <laughs> Well, I got, you know, I have this super long mic cable or headphone cable. So yeah. originally I bought it so that I could get up in the middle of the, the stream and go get more beer out of my fridge. Yeah. But now that I'm not drinking beer this month, this cable is fucking worthless other than me yanking it it's right out of my head. <laughs> well, I'm just sitting like the ADD in me is just sitting here like twisting in knots and then like, oh, wow, that's weird. Put your foot down. Now you just yanked it out of the headphones. So anyways, you were going to tell me something very valuable and I don't remember what it was. I totally forgot too. whatever. Yeah. It was probably a valuable lesson that everyone could learn from in chat. But unfortunately, sorry, guys, I forgot. Right. So um, looking back on your channel, what do you think that you should have done differently? Learn how to make a goddamn thumbnail. Yeah. Like right I mean, from the like, get go. Here's the thing. I don't I still like don't understand. And I don't know if anybody does. Like, is it like is it the thumbnail and title that like what makes the video successful? Is it because it's good? Is it be, like, I don't know. I still don't know that answer. Like, and so to yeah. me, like it takes me a ton of time to make a thumbnail because I don't know what the hell I'm doing. And, and like, it's the cover to your book. And if it's not good, like then yeah. somebody doesn't click on it. They never see your video. They don't know who the, hell, who the hell you are. It's like a it's a frustrating endeavor. Yeah. Yeah. And you can watch like 16 different videos and everybody will tell you that their way is the best way and they'll all be different. Yeah. You know, and you're like, I don't even know. I would probably pay someone $100 per video just to make a thumbnail for me. I'll do it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't say it had to be like good. <laughs> oh, my God. It's yeah. so strange. Like you do it all this time. You're like, what made it fail? Was it that it sucked or was it just like the thumbnail wasn't good? I don't yeah. know. I don't know. There's Probably analytics that you both. can look at for that though to, to tell. Cause mm -hmm. like if, if people are watching your video for a long time, but you're not getting a lot of views, then that tells you that your thumbnail sucks. Okay. That makes sense. That's one thing I was trying to work on is like the keeping people in. And now like my, like keeping people, what do you call that again? Retention. Yeah. The retention's a lot higher now. So now that I started doing higher production value and stuff like that, that yeah. was one of my goals is to get higher retention value. So maybe yeah. all my thumbnails just suck. Yeah. Right. But I, I mean, like I only, I don't have any subscribers anyways. Like I'm, I'm the, I, 
spent the probably the most uh, spent the most money as a YouTuber on the lowest subscriber count channel ever. Like, so, nah, like, dude, I think you're right on track with everybody else, dude. <laughs> probably I, I mean, all of us, dude. When we were at a thousand, dude, we spent the same amount of money, mm -hmm. just like way more than what you thought. Yeah, <laughs> at least me, you know. Yeah, I, I know I was in that boat, and I think for me though too, it's just like like you were talking about earlier, like you get all in on something. So it's like, I probably could have not bought lights and cameras and this and that until I got to like 20,000 subscribers or something. Yeah. But me, I'm like, no, dude, I didn't buy everything. I need a boom mic. I need a this, I need a that, you know, it's like, holy shit. Do you, do you, um, do you do your taxes with your, do you, are you running Cali Rider Kid as a business? I can't, I haven't monetized anything yet. So as far as uh, I know, it's just a hobby. So yeah, like so theoretically, like monetization will happen this week if I want it to, but like uh -huh. in, uh, maybe in 2021 and that yeah. would be like helpful just because yeah, maybe some of the camera gear or whatever, like to yeah. write off or whatever, but yeah, I, totally. I, mean, I don't know a lot about that side of things either. So yeah, I started right away, dude. I was like, yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. We're gonna run I, out run this bitch out of loss for a while. <laughs> I think that's how people see it. Yeah. It's like yeah. that way we can start writing stuff off and uh there no, you go. Was, so I mean, like it was honestly a big thing for me because I was able to like well, it was two things. I was able to write off, you know, stuff that I was I was gonna buy anyway because I'm I'm I ride bikes. You, you know what I mean? So now it's part of the business. And then you could write that off. And I was like, okay, well, maybe I'm not making a ton of money on YouTube, but I sure saved myself a ton of money on freaking my taxes. So yeah. that worked out. But my, my tax person did say at a certain point, they're like, you know, you have to actually start making money. Right. Or this, <laughs> this won't be a business. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> a, you know, he, that's neither here nor there. Yeah. T tell you, tell, tell fucking Elon or whatever, you know, over there at Tesla, they're not making money yet. <laughs> <laughs> No front break says you can run it for a loss for five to eight years. Excellent. Yeah. That's what I'll be doing. Yeah, that's basically what my uh my my tax person said as well. So <laughs> that's my long-term plan. Right. <laughs> right there. So Hold like up. my my first question after she said that was like, so after five years, if I start a different channel. <laughs> <laughs> She didn't really bite on it yet. So I'm, I mean, I'm coming on five here in the next year or so. so I'm going to have to start pressing her on it a little bit more. <laughs> but yeah, no. So like I was saying earlier, like you kind of figure out what you're good at, you know, and, and I definitely figured out that I'm not good at, at um, I'm not good at like reviews and that stuff, but the podcast is something I'm pretty good at. And I, I really like, I really enjoy doing it because there is like, just come out here and talk. Yeah. You know, so what, what's something that you feel like you uh, you had to like go through that learning curve with to feel like, hey, this is what I'm good at or this is what I'm not or. I think I always kind of understood the fact that like I'm a showman to a certain extent, like I want to get out in front of people and put on a show. So it's like mm -hmm. that's kind of like that's the kind of thing I did know that I was capable of. But like, yeah. I just didn't know how to structure that creatively. Like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I knew how to be a voice. But like, mm -hmm. what was that in the long term? Like, originally, it's just me like making all kinds of well-timed jokes on the ride and the yeah. and stuff. And I still look back and I think that stuff is. I thought it was funny. I still think it, what I did was funny. Um, but like finding the the way to structure it in different ways. So all these latest videos have been like different experiments in how to yeah. form that vision. And I don't know what it is like, but it's just like yeah, like I said, every successive video that I do, I'm like, I get a little bit more skills. And so now I, I think of it like, why can't I make that video now? If I could do this yeah. one, why can't I do this one too? Like, so now it's really, like I said, it's open the floodgates. I've got all kinds of ideas and 
I'll probably pitch you on a bunch of them. And uh, yeah, no, I'm down, dude. Yeah. I'm totally down. It was really fun. It was really fun working together. And I had like talked to you about that a little bit on our, one of our rides about like, I really feel like a successful channel would be getting a handful of these guys like us that are, you know, not obviously freaking turning into like Seth bike hacks next week yeah, and just getting together and building a channel that's built on like us collaborating, you know what I mean? Instead yeah. of like trying to like do our own thing or I don't know how we do it, but I don't know. It's just a thought of mine. It's like, cause it's really fun working that way. I think, it's, you know, yeah, I really like that idea too, because basically like you could take, you could take all the workload off of one person and now you've got multiple people working on videos for the same channel constantly. That steady yeah. flow of quality content versus like the once every two weeks or once every yeah. month or whatever it is. Like you could see that propel pretty quick. I think that you could avalanche it, you know? Yeah, because like what I was telling you on the ride was like if you like let's just say there was five of us, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, or let's say it's you and five of your friends, somebody out there that's listening, you know, yeah. like you guys could start a channel and instead of each, each one of you having your own channel, start a channel together and you still do your own individual stuff. But now you have somebody releasing on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, mm -hmm. you know, or if it's just three of you, you have somebody releasing on Monday, somebody on Wednesday and somebody on Friday and you have three videos a week and you guys will be able to like, keep growing that way you know and and i don't know i i, I think that's a good idea but i like the idea of, of working together more on stuff and we'll see it we'll see where it goes you know what i mean yeah i told you you got my camera you got my drone if you need it so it's like yeah if we come up with ideas let's uh let's just execute i, I like the idea just the, the collaborative process always brings out a better product in my opinion like yeah when you're trying to do stuff by yourself and again with shooting this video like realizing that like having people around to help is like exponentially easier than like trying to set the camera up ride down pick it up go to the next thing let's like this is just a nightmare and i don't ever want to do it but it's like yeah. man just having like you said even buddies that like kind of don't really know camera work but it's like there's just it was just so much easier and better yeah anyway. yeah no it's, it's definitely it's definitely nice to 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 work in that setting it's fun though too i mean like still doing your own thing though you know what i mean so it's like yeah. i don't know man who knows who knows where it goes? I mean, I, at this point, obviously, I just need enough people on Patreon so I can get a couple more of those lights that are behind me right now. That, <laughs> see, <laughs> I'm going to go steal some more stuff from work. Right. Why is it that every time that you're like, you have like a, a, a list of things that you want to buy for your channel or whatever that you're like, oh, dude, once I got all this, dude, I'm going to be set. That's all I yeah. need. And then as soon as you hit like buy on amazon like the like 10 seconds later you're like oh wait but now i need to get this mm -hmm. i don't even understand it's 100 percent true it's never good enough you're like it's, ah now i got this but like what if i had the neutral density filter for the lens and what right? if i had you know the extra memory card readers to pull the data faster what if i got this camera can take cf express cards but they're 400 right? bucks a piece do i need one of those like right? should I get two of those like i don't know like what the hell it's just an avalanche of of pain and suffering yeah, yeah. even whenever when I, I bought my last Bronson, it had to be like, I had to like sell a house in order to purchase that, you know? Yeah. So that was the first time I ever bought a bike that was like, I think I paid five grand for that. Right. So I was like, dude, I sold my house and used some of the money from that so I could buy this bicycle. Right. Yeah. And I, and I remember thinking like this bike has everything that I could ever possibly want in a bike there. I won't have to buy any more anything for it except for maintenance dude i had that bike for like two weeks i was like i need to buy a new uh, this i'm here and it was like 
It's this garbage. Yeah, Never it, like Jeff down there says, none of this will bring subscribers. You're 100 percent correct, but what it is is we have obsessive personalities, and so it's like, it, like once you do one thing, it's like a snowball into like I'm all in. Everything that I yeah. do, unfortunately, <laughs> is that. And Robert too. It's like you're we're all in now. So it's like ah, we could do this, but we're like we need this and this and this and this and this. And it's like just a full nosedive. <laughs> this other guy says, it's not an addiction. These are choices. No, you don't understand. It's an addiction. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This is definitely a problem. Yeah. Yeah. So here we are. <laughs> That's good stuff, man. So what are you, um, what are you thinking about um, for your next bike? You know, that bike, dude, I'm, I'm telling you right now, I'm going to ruin your life. Like, Dude, that bike's kind of old, man. You, you you need something newer to like show your subscribers, like you're riding something nice. And it's the only way I'll get views if I do a new bike vid. Or yeah, a, right. A new bike dude, that's what you need, uh, dude. You know what's funny? Because the, like that is the the last thing I think about upgrading. Like I like I want to get a few move parts. Like I think like you could talk a lot of crap about my SRAM brakes or whatever the hell they are. Oh yeah, like, those things need to go. Maybe going Shimano brakes. Like I need a tune up. Uh, I haven't had time to work on the bike because I'm just editing nonstop. It seems like, but. Um, I haven't even thought about bikes. Like, this is the stupidest thing because I'm a mountain bike YouTuber. But, like, <laughs> that sounds so absurd now that I said it out loud. But, like, right. I haven't even looked at bikes. Like, the one thing I would like is a, I, I, I really do think putting an e-bike in the stable would be the way to go. I know you yeah. rode one recently, yeah. from my understanding. Is that what we're talking about now? There I goes think, half the subscribers. <laughs> I don't understand the stigma, man. I know we talk, you guys, you talk about that on almost every podcast, but like if you've never ridden like a crazy backcountry ride with one, it's like the coolest thing in the world or whatever it is. Like it doesn't need to be your daily driver, but I think having it in the stable to do stuff that you wouldn't have been able to, it opens up a new avenue. Like I know there's I, like hardcore elitists that are like, oh, you yeah. should be able to pedal it. But I'm like, yeah, you don't have to. There's so much fun in the world. Like let's have all the fun we can have everywhere. Yeah, I, I can tell you this. So I did that ride with um with the NorCal MTB guy. Yep. And um and if you guys are in NorCal and you don't follow them on Instagram, you should go check them out. NorCal MTB. Um. Anyways, I did that ride with him because I'm I'm really heavily like trying to decide whether I get one of two mod like two models right, and so. I rode the bike and that was really the first time I've ridden an e-bike on the trail. Like yeah. I knew that I wanted one for like, I don't have to shuttle by myself sometime, but I could do have a shuttle day. You know what I mean? Or I, yeah. I want to go do this 30 mile loop, but I only have freaking two hours to do it, you know, and I'm going to have that much fun. And when I rode the bike, I definitely had a great time, but I did not. I absolutely did not walk away from that going, oh, I don't want to ride my regular bike anymore. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, like I, I was like, no, this, this was different. Like it was a totally different way of riding. Yeah. Like even how you pedal is different. Cause it's yep. like, oh, it's better to be in a, in a easier gear and pedal super fast because that like triggers the, the motor better, you know, but like the way that you would break or the way that you would do this, like all these things were like way different. And when I first got on one, I was like, I forgot I had to shift for a second. I was like, Oh crap. I still have to shift. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it, it definitely like, like to me, I'm like, no, I still want to go out there and freaking hate my life climbing up Clement time for freaking 40 minutes. Yep. Like there's days that I, that's the part that I need. That's the, like the, the soul crushing climb that I want to do like that that's what makes you feel accomplished when you're done. Yeah. It's not just like how much fun you have, yeah, but I agree. But on those days, like, like for instance, 
when we go and we shuttle out in the OHV park, yeah. the amount of time that we spend like like setting trucks, we could just pedal up the hill with the e-bike. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. And now we did just as many laps, except for we weren't sitting in our truck for freaking four hours of the day driving up and down the hill. Yep. The, I mean, the other day when we were filming your thing, we were standing around there talking at the truck for a minute. We drove up to the top of the hill and there's the dude on the e-bike that was down there at the bottom with us. Now he's at the top. Yep. You know, it was yeah. like, that was a, that was a pretty good realization for me. He actually mentioned it too, after the fact that he was like, dude, that was, that was pretty impressive. He's like, I got up there and, and you guys were just rolling up the hill in the truck. And he's like, that, that like sold yeah. me, you know? And I was like, right on dude. Ashley's full commit. He's full commit with the e-bikes and he is a world-class shit talker, which is why I had him in the video. Like yeah, no, I've been meaning to put him, put him in a video for a long time now because like he can just talk nonstop crap to me. And like, that's what I, I like being talked down to. <laughs> yeah. That's why you got married, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, dude, totally. He, um, he can, uh, he can improv really good. I am, I'm pretty good at it. Like definitely you're pretty good at it, you know? And, yeah. um, I was like, oh yeah, I'll jump in the scene with him. And then he just started going and I was like, he actually put me in a place where I was like, I can't, I don't have anything to say. I don't even like, I'm just like wowed by like, he's like, blah, 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 blah. and I was like, I got no jokes. He's got all the jokes. <laughs> like, like, I don't know. I got like stage fright or something, man. I was like, I can't yeah. do this. We I'm amassed not... a, a hell of a team that day. It was so fun. Like even when you roll up and you guys will see this video tomorrow, like Robert interrupts the scene and breaks my character. And I purposely <laughs> left it in because it's such a good moment. Like I love it. And you just roll up and you just knock me down a peg and then just take <laughs> off. <laughs> like It's so good, dude. I was like, it's, it's staying. Yeah. I don't care. It's perfect. I mean, I thought that would just make the outtakes, dude. I really did. But when I saw it in the cut, I was like, oh yeah, that's pretty funny. That yeah. And the original funny. idea was like, it would be like a skit in, in the video. So the skit would be like, I'd pull you over. You wouldn't see who you were until yeah. like I pulled you over and you turn around and be like, Hey, what's up, Joe? I'm uh, oh, nothing. Hey, hey Robert, I'm just, yeah. just I'm filming this stupid video. But like this is the same premise. It's basically the same premise with a different execution. It was better because yeah. Yeah, you had the idea. I was like, yep, that's it. So it's like, you know, we just find that creative zone. It was so, yeah, that was the funnest part. And I like, know. by the way, like Kyle and Austin, we're getting somewhat sidetracked, but uh, yeah, Kyle and uh, and Ashley, like they had never even hung out together, I don't think. So the fact that they were able to riff that quick together, like and improv all, right. all this stuff, which most of this stuff was, uh, was impressive. Well, an unprofessional Kyle was telling me today, he's like, yeah, dude, I totally thought I was like being worthless there. And I was like, Dude, you were probably the one that made me the laugh the most when I watched the video. I told you guys when I was like, making it, I was like, Kyle's going to steal the show in yeah, this video. Yeah, everything that he said just cracked me up. It was like, oh, God, it was like the timing and stuff. is. And I mean, some of that comes out in your edit. You know what I mean? Like, you have to obviously edit it well for that to work. Yeah. But holy cow, it was it was good. Yeah, definitely. Um, we're, we're, this is like a two hour us telling talking everybody into trying to watch your video. We got still, 49, I can still get like 300 here. views. <laughs> You're at least getting 49, 49 views. So. <laughs> That's funny. You, um, have you had a video with how, how well is your like best video doing? How many view, views? The best video I did was with BKC and Hartman rocks. That was the final day of the Cali Roto kids grand return to Colorado. I didn't film. We did, uh, we did the chasing Epic trip, which was incredible. Um, I, I staged the whole road trip and all the episodes, like all the, uh, all the videos like around that trip. So I had the four days. And so the first, like the second ride I did was with crashing dad and RC outdoor gold. And like, that was like, 
that was the catalyst for a lot of the stuff that's happening on my channel now. Like, uh-huh. so we did that ride. Then I had a bunch, every, every day I was in a new town riding a new trail. And then the final uh, culmination was riding with Brian at the uh, Chasing Epic. And, and so I met, you know, uh, a lot of some of the guys that are in the chat here. And and I made that video in Hotman Rocks. I didn't film the other three days, which was incredible riding. And the final day, it was like a blizzard was coming in, 40 mile an hour winds, all this stuff. I was like, this is the perfect time to film. It fits right. right in with my channel. And so we filmed out there and that video ended up, I think it's uh, over 13,000 views. All right. So that's by far the most successful I've had. I mean, yeah, now yeah. they're kind of hovering around 1,000 for the most part. So that's yeah. a that's still like when I left for Colorado, it was like 300 for video. So it's yeah. like, that's an increase for me. Yeah. Well, and at this point, you're feeling like, you know, most of your subscribers that are watching, that are subscribed are watching your videos. So yeah. that's good too. Yeah. It just keeps getting better that way. That's so, all it is. Yeah. Just slow yeah. gains. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I remember like just my first video having a handful of views, and I was just like, "Holy shit, people are actually watching this!" Yeah, you wonder like what it is. How do people find you? I think a lot of it is like campaigning for yourself at first, like talking to people on the trail and like, "Hey, yeah. like I started this channel, like check it out, check it out, check it out." And now I actively try to dissuade people from watching it because I'm like, "It's stupid. You're not gonna like it." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't do this. Like this- last night, I went out with some guys. And uh, my buddy owns a bar downtown, and he the bar's closed, but he was like, hey, just come over. We'll drink a couple things of whiskey, yeah, yeah. and you can go. And uh, I was telling him about the video because I was just so excited about it. And he's like, put it up on the big screen right now. I'm like, nah, nah, you, you guys aren't going to. I don't want to stand around and awkwardly, awkwardly watch you not laughing at my video for 20 yeah, minutes. Right. Hell no. <laughs> so did you guys watch it? No, no. I was like, really? You, re- you really didn't do it? Oh, I would have said no, and then I would have been like secretly just at, <sighs> waiting for him to say yes again, and then I would have done it. I just know it's not up their alley. It's not like it, it, this caters to like a certain audience, you know, like mountain bikers yeah. might get it, but like, I don't know, some random guy like be like, this is stupid. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're probably right. That's probably why I like don't have a whole lot of friends. That's why I need a YouTube <laughs> channel. So I can actually have people like, oh, they, this guy must be interesting. Nope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good stuff, man. Well, what do you know? So, you're you're thinking you're, you you want to get an e-bike then huh i think adding one to the stable opens up a lot of avenues like because that backcountry ride i did in downeyville i could easily see more stuff like that all day rides where you're just maxing out the battery like getting it to zero by the time you get back or carrying a spare battery and doing some epic ride mm-hmm. i like the idea of that i like <laughs> um i don't know i just like i think my normal bike is like fine it does what i need it to do like and so that would add a different element and a different avenue to to do different stuff with like a different entirely different segment of riding you know yeah yeah totally so i think it'd be interesting i think uh one of the big goals i really want to do a bike packing trip like that stuff fascinates me it's if it's one thing i've learned it's that i'm not necessarily like so adamant about downhill like i like it but like to me an adventure ride is funner than anything like get yeah somebody says hey i know of this place you want to go i never been there before i never seen it i've never seen a video about yeah. it and i like to just show up and just like right you're just you're 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 just winging it and like that, yeah seeing new things for the first time that's what's that's what excites me the most in life like i love going to a place or seeing a thing that i've never seen like that's so fun to me yeah i like those rides where you're like exploring you know like that first ride anywhere is always the the most fun you know or those yeah. ones like like you said, like, I don't mind those rides where it's like, dude, we did a 35 minute epic hike a bike, dude. You know what I mean? But we got up to the top of this mountain and it was just like insane to look around, you know? And and like, I remember the first time that I rode to where like 
hey, the trees are getting thin. Like they're, oh wow, I'm above the tree line. You know, like yeah. this is cool. You know? Yeah. Like I remember you did a video, like I forget where it was, outside of Tahoe or something. And I remember seeing it and I remember you were just like you were talking about how punishing it was in the video. You're like, this is absolutely brutal. I don't know if I'll do it again, but like some of the stuff you show was so incredible. I think you, you said it was still really cool. I can't remember what it was, but uh, I don't know exactly which one you're talking about. Yeah. I, and I, I like, I, I don't mind that. Like, I don't mind that crazy. Like yeah. it's healing. We're getting destroyed. Like yeah. there's something character building that ride. We did with BKXC with Brian out in the Hartman rocks, like where it's 40 uh -huh. mile an hour winds, the snowstorms coming in. We're literally getting blown off the trail. Like, I'm not kidding. Like, the wind was so strong, it would knock you off your bike off the trail. Like, that's how crazy it was. And it was the one of the funnest rides I've ever done because it was just, like, so absurd and ridiculous. But, like, we're yeah. all going through the same punishment together. It was so fun. Yeah, and whenever you get done, too, it's like you really accomplished something. Yeah, yeah, you went through it, you know? Yeah, and then you're, like, always, like, super, like, like that's what makes the good friendships. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, like you're like I, I always say like when you do things that suck together it like it makes for better friendships or relationships or whatever yeah like um i mean when i was in the military like we did a lot of shit that sucked together yeah. and that's why we're like the friends that we are it did you know what i mean it didn't really have to do with all the beer that we drank or like you know what i mean like, yeah. like it was really like going through those crappy experiences and being like hey dude you had to walk through that and I had to walk through that and we did it together and we came out of it. And like, that's why we're, you know, better friends, you know? And I, I say the same thing with like riding. Like I, I love that I can ride with my lady and like, I feel like, Hey, we went out, we like did this climb together. We got done. Or, or if you're into hiking or whatever it is, like go out and do something that sucks. Yeah. You know? <laughs> It's probably it's not amazing because that that's one of your that's one of your like, dude, you remember that time? That's one of those stories. Yeah. Like nobody ever forgets those ones. Like yeah. and even like then it's like a, a night where you get the most hammered you've ever been in your life. And you're like, remember that time I stamp, stumbled around the Capitol building with a bottle of whiskey and like yeah. got a bus or something like it's just like, yeah, yeah. for whatever reason, always, everybody always remembers that they don't remember the night of drinking. They remember the aftermath. Like it's yeah. like, <laughs> like the, the result. And so, like, yeah, you go on that gnarly ride, you go on that gnarly hike, and it's like, man, like, that stands out more than, like, the best day of downhill you've ever had. Like, you could be yeah. like, man, I remember riding Downeyville for the first time, and it's like, but you don't remember that as much as you remember, like, just, like, just eating it, you know, or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I'm I'm kind of getting excited about Downeyville this year. I think we're going to have an early season. I think so, too. It's already, it's probably good right now. It's 70 degrees. Did they even get any snow this year? Yeah, I don't even think it's coming, huh? I might go the next weekend. Right. <laughs> we should probably go take the e-bikes up there right now. Oh, ride man, that'd be so fun. The best part about that was, like, I had planned the e-bikes because I'm like, dude, let's get up there. They're not running shuttles. It might be pretty light with people on the trail. And then, like, that night when we were in the cabin ready to launch for the next day or whatever, they're like, oh, we're opening shuttles again. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to be funny. the butthole climbing up. So, like, the backcountry thing was like, we asked the shop owner and he was like, go there. And it was one of the coolest things. It was just so crazy. Yeah. There's a, the one that oddly enough, we ran into each other there. That's right. That's maybe the first time we ran into, ran into each other. I was like, oh, what's up, man? Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of funny because we drove up and we self shuttled. And then you're like, you rolled up in your e bike and you're like, yeah, they're doing shuttles. And we all looked at each other like, oh, we just drove like three cars up here. So. <laughs> that's great thanks we're all in the same boat of discovery <laughs> right <laughs> yeah that's awesome yeah. yeah you know i that's one of those things where you know maybe we should do it together you just yeah. said you like doing sh shitty things together my one buddy's trying to talk me into climbing up there to the top of of the downingville um the peak or yeah. whatever no not to the peak like from town 
riding up to the top. There's a way that you go that's not the same way that that people descend. So you go out the road like the same way that the shuttle trucks go, but then yeah. it's like you catch this fire road or something like that. Basically, you do like 5,000 feet of climbing to get up there. And it just sounds horrible. But like, it, you know when somebody says something to you and like your first knee-jerk reaction is like, get out of here. You're stoned, dude. I don't yeah. even care what you're saying. And then like a couple days later, it's like just starts creeping up. Mm -hmm. Like that's what he did to me. Like he was like, hey, dude, I'm going to go climb Downeyville next week you want to do it no that's stupid <laughs> like everybody takes a shuttle you know why they have shuttle services there because it's dumb to climb that yeah and then like a week later i was like well i mean i've done like three thousand feet and then i did that ride that was four thousand feet and mm -hmm. like i did another ride that was like 4500 feet i'm like i'm only 500 feet away yeah and you're like, like i didn't feel that bad after yeah. that i mean it was like you know i <laughs> The only time I've had the experience where I've regretted it is when I'm doing that solo. Like when I did one in Colorado by myself out in Salida, I uh -huh. climbed this fire road and it was the worst experience in my life. Like I never, I didn't cut that all out of the video, but it was awful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like if I had been with somebody, we would have laughed the whole way up. Right. Like instead I'm by myself just in the middle of nowhere, like just suffering. Yeah. Character building. Character building is what it is. Sometimes you need those rides by yourself though. I don't, do you do that? Like I am. Um... I definitely sometimes I'm like, I'm not telling anybody I'm riding like yeah. uh, other than like, Hey, this is where I'm going lady, you know? So yeah, I don't come home. That's where you know where I'm at. But it's like, sometimes I just need those rides where I just like go out and just like give it to myself all day. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like not a good pace or anything like that. You're just out there in your head, just freaking putting some elevation in and like, yeah, you have your fun spots, but you're like, dude, I just need to beat myself up today. I don't know. Yeah. No, hundred percent. Yeah. It's, there's something about that, like personal challenge. And it's like, that's sometimes when you come up with ideas or you get a chance to think about stuff and like, that's helpful too. I did a, I didn't do anything arduous like Friday night. I just went out on a night ride. Some of this is uh, also stems from just being a poor planner and not thinking to invite anybody. But like, I just went out Friday night with some lights and just rode out in Folsom Lake for an hour. And it was just quiet. And I ran into all kinds of wildlife and it was just like, I spent more time just exploring than I did like actually like you know, doing anything meaningful, but it was just, it was, it was great. Like, I like that. And, uh, today I ended up going out on the road bike out on the American river trail. You know that, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. like, you know, we're not road bikers. Like it gets pretty boring pretty quick. Like yeah. there's, there's something about it. I don't know how they do it. Like with the Lycra suits, I don't know how you stay engaged, but I ended up riding all the way to Folsom. Like I just kept going and like, I was in Folsom. I was like, I think I went too far. I better get home. Like I got a podcast to go on to right? like You're 35, like, uh, 40 miles or something. I think, I don't know. Really, right on, dude. So you I don't keep track. That's a you want to. Here's your thumbnail. You can. There's a dirty secret about the Calirado kid. He hasn't started Strava in over a year. Yeah, that's crazy. I like the numbers, dude. I I I like the data. Just I, one more button to press. I can't. I, I there's too many buttons to press already. It's. Yeah. I like it. Then it makes me feel like I'm in, I'm important. I got buttons to push. I know. When I can chase somebody down a trail and like actually keep up, I know that I'm okay. Like it's yeah. like all right, I'm I'm doing pretty good. You know. I'm yeah, one of these days, well, uh, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go back to Auburn and I'm going to start it. And I'm going to do a downhill section and just see if I blow my old times away. Like, cause it's, it, has to. it absolutely has to. <laughs> it would just be awful if you didn't. <laughs> it was the worst. <laughs> just really? bought Onyx hubs. Nothing. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Oh, it's horrible. Shit. I was going to say something. Oh, you, you mentioned night riding. I have been doing some this, this winter because I don't know why. Like last year, I don't feel like I night. I, I did barely any night rides, yeah. and this year I've been on on a handful of them already. And dude, I miss that. It's super fun riding at night. 
It is really nice. It's total. It's a totally different vibe. There's nobody else on the trail. It's so quiet. Like there's something better about it. Like because you know some trails just get clogged. Like we went to Auburn yesterday. It was the busiest I've ever seen it. Like yeah. good luck. You know we were dodging hikers left and right. Like you go there at night, nothing. Like I don't yeah. think I've ever night night ridden in Auburn, but I usually go to Granite Bay. Like because they close the gates at seven or eight or something like that, and you can get a good Auburn hour or two out there. But there's Auburn. just nobody out there. The only thing that I almost ran over a fox, and there was a bunch of deer everywhere. I'll tell you one of the cooler moments that I've had night riding was in Auburn and I was going down the connector trail. So those of you guys that aren't from around here, it's kind of like a, it's like a roller coaster trail. It's just like super fun, like downhill, but it's like not going straight down. You're like going up and down these like little, like, I don't know how, not hills, but like, you know, like rollers kind of like, you're like going up this, down that, up this, yep. down that while you're I going like that trail a lot, by the way. So I'm fun and, and the whole trail has like, like a canopy you're in, in the woods the whole time. You're not like out in the wide open or anything like that. And I'm just like killing down the trail. And there's like two bats that were in front of me because when you're out there with the lights on, you're attracting the bugs. And then the bats are like, you're like basically like calling lunch for them. Wow. And we were like going down the trail together, like me and these two bats. And we're just like, like through all the turns and stuff. And it was just like, this is so cool. Like that. We're like, just like going down this. I don't know. It was just, it was really neat for me. It was one of those moments. I think it's, yeah, it's so interesting. That's the stuff that I like am so excited about. Like we were riding skyline one time and we have a bunch of us. Right. And, and like, uh, I'm just like riding along and then I see a banana slug. So I stopped the bike. Everybody's like, what the hell's happening? You pop a tire. I'm like, no, look at this banana slug. And everybody's like, yeah. can we just keep riding? Like <laughs> just <laughs> totally distracted. Yeah. 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 That's good stuff, dude. I'll tell you though, there is like a fine line where all of a sudden you get creeped the fuck out. You know, like I, I, I don't know. Like I want to say I was out in Salmon Falls once, and it was like, where are those eyes over there? Oh, you know, yeah, the glimmer, like, just the glimmer. You see, yeah, yeah. You're like, what the hell was that? And then like that night, and spe specifically, like you could hear like. I don't know if it was somebody's dogs or some freaking coyotes out somewhere like howling, but I saw this like flash of eyes and I was like, Oh shit, what is that? Yeah. Like, I'm about to get eaten, you know? And then like another like 30 yards and it's like, Oh, that was deer. But it was like for a moment, that was definitely a Sasquatch, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or a mountain lion, you know, <laughs> I get that same sensation when I see somebody with binoculars. Cause ever since crashing dad was like outside my house, like 20 feet away with binoculars looking in my bedroom window, it just freaks me out now. Yeah. There you go. When did that happen? No, let's not talk about that. He's in here. <laughs> yeah. It's funny though. Yeah. You, when you're cruising through with the lights and you see that just two eyes pop up, you're like, Whoa, all right, keep going, keep going. They probably can't catch me anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I was out actually on that same trail once and apparently turkeys like to get up in trees did you know this <laughs> i did not know this <laughs> have you ever heard a turkey gobble like yeah. right next to you yeah they're freaking loud they're yeah. like really loud they're, like it's not like this it's not like this friendly thing that you hear on the fucking tv dude so like imagine riding through the trail at night and it's dark as hell right you got like I think I was like in a, like a climbing kind of thing where I like had it on my lowest setting. So I'm like saving battery, you know, like yeah. just enough light to see what I'm doing. And I'm going under this tree and this Turkey freaking let out this like gobble of doom. Dude, I almost <laughs> shit my pants, man. Like it scared the living crap out of me. <laughs> like, it was like, Oh my God. 
That was definitely not a good moment. Turkey induced mud butt. Yeah, right. I came down in a, a trail in uh in Auburn. I was on the confluence once and there was like a carcass like to the bone cleaned off. Like the 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 vertebrae and the rib cages just laying there of like some deer that assuming some mountain lion or some bear ate, you know. I'm yeah. Like, it's just laying in the middle of the trail like I know there's a lot of people on this trail all the time, so it's not like that was just kicking it here for the last 10 yeah. years and I just ran up on it. You know, yeah. it's like, oh, God, I'm glad it's on this trail because, like, now I can, like, haul balls to get out of here. Because... <laughs> Although I... somebody in, the in like, one of the mountain bike forums or Facebook groups would be like, some local hikers dragged the carcass to interrupt the mountain biking downhill. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, there's some funny things you see out in the trail and you can you can remember them on your own. But if somebody asks you like, hey, what's the weirdest shit you ever seen? You're like, I don't see any. I, don't, I never, never saw anything out there. <laughs> I remember hauling ass one time and the guy and my buddy Ollie was in front of me and we're, we're going downhill. And all of a sudden, like I just see something move. So I stop, you know, again, I get distracted by shiny things quickly. And I, I'm seeing this movement and I stop and I got video of it. Like basically, like I was like, what is that? I look on the trail. It's a lizard's tail and it's just like flipping around like this. So what happened is the lizard ran across the trail. Ollie ran over the tail. It broke <laughs> off from the lizard. And which what I didn't understand, like I knew that they twitched a bit, but it was like full on like writhing on the trail. And I was like, that is the best defense mechanism I've ever seen. Like, because obviously if something was trying to eat the lizard, they would totally go after that tail, right? But right. like, it's just moving around. I was just like recording it. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, this is fascinating. Like, it's just like totally interesting. Like, and it's just who the, who, I mean, how did, how did that come about? I don't know. It was interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's just weird stuff, man. It's definitely weird stuff. It's fun, though. That's that's the stuff that makes it fun. That's what people like. It's like I, I was talking. This is kind of like related but unrelated. I was talking with somebody recently, and they're like, oh, you know, like I'm inside all the time. Like, uh, you know, they're feeling not depressed, but like just it's just it's, it's all it's the, the weight of the world is setting on their shoulders. And I'm like, I think 90% of your problems can be solved by getting outside, you know, like. Yeah. Yeah. Either it's a hike or a bike. Like I'm firm believer, obviously, that being on a bike will be the best solution yeah, to the problem. Yeah. But even if it's just going somewhere and walking outdoors for an hour or two, like it's just you'll come back and you'll feel different. You know, like yeah. you'll be you'll feel better than you did before. And like some of those things will just have floated away. It's a magic process. Yeah, yeah, no, it's definitely something something to be said about being outside, getting a little sunlight or whatever, you know, and just going out and doing something. So definitely a good time yeah and i had another really interesting question but this is like what i talk about on almost everyone in my podcast is i forgot what i was just gonna say so anything bueller bueller bueller, <laughs> bueller. right <clears throat> so let's see here what um dude I'm like completely drawing a blank right now. What Robert doesn't know is that he could literally just let me talk and I would probably go for approximately 30 minutes before needing to be up interrupted, but uh, mm, I'm not going to yeah. do that. Not going to do that. Don't do that, Robert. <laughs> it's under control. So um, any any idea of where you would like to travel to um, ride bikes? 100%. I got a ton of plans this year. Uh, I want to hit Moab. I definitely want to hit Moab, in which case I'm roping outdoor gold and, uh, and uh, crashing dad in with me. We're all going to ride. I know people are talking about Sedona. It sounds like that's probably not going to happen, but it's going to, I don't know what the hell the story is with that. I've never ridden out there. Like, I don't know I, if I could sell the wife on a huge gathering, but I think like a family trip to Moab, I can wrap a lot of riding into the trip and, and cover a lot of ground there. The plan this year, and I think probably a bunch of people had this plan was to road trip in 2020. I mean, like not this year, but last year, 
was to road trip up through Oregon to Washington up to uh, Whistler. That was and, my uh, plan last year too. It didn't yeah, happen. yeah, that didn't happen, and it's probably <laughs> I don't know if that'll happen this year either. Honestly, like yeah. we'll see how it all plays out. But like I'd love to hit Moab. Um, I want to get down to SoCal and do some riding down there. Um, if at the very least getting to Oregon may be a good solution because that's great vacation territory. I've been up there a bunch of times. It's beautiful. I could take the kids to Crater Lake and I can get some riding in. It's just there's yeah. a bunch of places that are still close that are pretty amazing. Um, so like that's on the board. I did the big road trip to Colorado. In my opinion, like I have enough people there that I'd love to ride Colorado or at least visit Colorado every year because it's just I've got yeah. a friend, a bunch of friends outside of mountain biking and inside of mountain biking now. Mm-hmm. And there's so much to hit. Um, so like it's just time. I mean, I think I, I I don't mind taking vacation time to do stuff. Honestly, like I'm happy to do it. I would. Uh, yeah. I just. There's something about it. So, you know, wrapping in those trips, that would be super fun. Yeah, if you want to do some road trips, dude, freaking I'm down. I, I keep telling myself I'm going to go down to, to SoCal and ride, and I just keep not doing it. Moonlight, people- Moonlight Leatherfoot's from uh, San Diego, and he's told me about some pretty epic rides down there. Yeah. And I, every time I talk to somebody from San Diego, I mention the trails that he's talked about, and they're like, oh, yeah. I'm like, why, why do we not do this? Like, it's really not that – it's not even that far. You know, I'm sure we could rope uh, Al, MTV Allen, an outsider, to show us around too. It's like yeah, you know, sure, we know plenty of people that could just like guide us in the right direction. Yeah, or one of the freaking thousands of subscribers that you know we have could. Well, not help me, you, you but I, I don't have that many. But you yeah. got a thousand, so thanks. thanks. Yeah, I was adding right. your thousand into my thousands, so then we're together still. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is there anybody anywhere that you would like to ride though, outside of like, like just in general, like for me, like my like i really want to ride bikes in jamaica like i really want to I, I i really like jamaica a lot and i found out there's this like fat tire festival that they do every year probably not going to happen this year but um and so there's like a there's some mountain biking to be had down there and it's like to me i'm like dude i really want to do that so is there anything like that like that's like a real bucket list kind of ride for you i had no idea that there was riding in jamaica first of all so that's right. impressive that you You're know that <laughs> Uh, I rode Mexico last year in a random ride, but um, oh, I did I see that video of yours. That was actually pretty cool. You guys were like riding through some town and stuff like that. Yeah, it was interesting because it's like that was like it was we were in the back alleyways of a small, small town in Mexico, Salatitan, which was where her uh, my wife's mom is from. So we went there and last day we, we were able to get out there and just see, I saw that city in a way that not a lot of people get to see it. So that was like a once in a lifetime thing. It was really cool. But in terms of like where to go i don't i don't you know okay i know what it is i know what it is now that you mention it i want to go to scotland and only go want to go ride with mctrail rider because every single video he puts out is yeah. like a damn postcard dude and i told yeah. him that it's incredible yeah yeah it's beautiful everything it's stunning yeah and they have what he I, was, I heard him talk about on his channel um they have what's called the right to roam there so there's yeah. no such thing as private property. You can yep. just go wherever the hell you want. Nobody can be like, get off my land. You yeah. know, like, yeah. so that's pretty interesting too. So Brian talked about that in some of his series of videos too. So I think I saw, at first I saw a couple of the trails that like they had both ridden. And then I really started, like every video McTrailrider puts out is like a new Vista and he'll be going through some mossy like forest. And it's like, this yeah. is insane. Like I was like, I don't know how the the vacation bureau or whatever you call the bureaus that handle, uh, you know, what I'm talking about. Like, yeah. um, they, I don't. How have they not reached out to him? He is single handedly selling a lot of people on going to Scotland. Like, it's yeah, no, for sure. There's no question. I told man, that would be amazing. He had a rough lump, like run of luck here last year. I don't. It was before you were in the Slack group, 
but um he got his account got compromised somebody like got his youtube channel and basically he got locked out of it and then they like released all of his like patreon videos they made them all public and then like um just were like doing all kinds of crazy stuff with it he didn't even think at one point that he was going to be able to get his channel back like could you imagine that like getting like has at the point i think he was like fifteen thousand subscribers and like having it just like taken away like but somehow or another and i feel like this is the thing dude i really feel like youtube should have like a much more like expedient process it took him like a couple like at least a month or more to get like access to his account back i feel like this should be pretty easy like hey i can do a facetime call with you and you can see me yeah in all those videos saying yeah. i can't get in my freaking account right now you yeah. know like they should be able to like do that and be like oh okay here change the password whoever it is is locked out now here's your new password you know but i can't even imagine that frustration like there's so much blood sweat and tears that went into those subs that he right? had and it's like man thinking it was just going to go away it's like god that's heartbreaking right what if they went in and just deleted all your videos just because they want to be an asshole you know like man. Some people don't keep all their original footage and stuff like that, you know, or I don't know, just like, man, that would suck. But I guess they were like, what's the point too? Like, I don't know if they're like, I think with them, maybe they were like changing the, the like title screens or whatever to have not title screens, like the show more is to have like spam links in it or something. I don't Uh, know, you know, but yeah, crazy stuff. I'm not looking forward to that. I'm sure. Right. uh, Jeez. Yeah, good thing it's being a small eat. channel, I suppose. Right, nobody cares. Yeah, nobody cares <laughs> about what the hell I'm doing. Right, they're like, oh, I'll break into this one, or I could just make my own. It'll have yeah. the same amount of stuff. <laughs> the same effect. Oh, well, this guy's gonna get me an extra ten views. <laughs> that's too funny, man. Yeah, that yeah. would be really something. I, I, I like that's again, it's something that I could wrap the family into. We could go to Scotland and. Mm-hmm. You know, I could drink a lot of scotch. That's also something that I could do out there. Oh, there you go. That that works. Does your does the lady ride with you or? No, no, no. She doesn't. Like the kids ride a little bit, but they're not quite there. They're five and seven. I got to start yeah. getting them shredding though. Like if I'm gonna raise the next Max rides bikes, that's what I got to do. Yeah, you should just be doing a, a bike review channel with them, dude. And you'd be really good. You probably have at least two thousand subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> i'd really be pushing the limits yeah yeah i mean you would be killing it so percent yeah (laughs) that's funny yeah so um so she's just like whatever about mountain bikes then you're just kind of on your own i think that she doesn't like and she's uh she she does a lot of things really well but she doesn't have the need for danger that i have like i like there's something like you probably understand it like there's something something that we enjoy about going fast down things and it's yeah. life-threatening it's like there's a, i've always liked that like uh, so yeah. it's you know whether it was driving my car fast or whatever it was like it just like there's something ingrained in us that and i'm probably a lot with a lot of mountain bikers have the same thing where we kind of like that danger there's something yeah, about it like true. and she, she doesn't have the need for danger like i do yeah so we could probably i could probably get her on some xc trails and just cruise you know and that would be super fun because you're outdoors and yeah. just enjoying the scenery like that's a different type of riding that i also still enjoy too you know yeah. So it's possible. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, my lady, my lady doesn't like to ride to the same level that I do, but she, yeah. she will ride. So we, we'll do some stuff together, and like it's really fun for me, like to be able to experience that with her because, like, like it's like, oh man, how many times did I, just, I said like fourteen times in the last two sentences? 
you know, I'm in my head about it now too. Cause some guy, like I was reading, damn it. I did it again. I was reading the <laughs> reviews or for the podcast on Apple and somebody was like, saying <laughs> that they, that I say it too much. And apparently, you know, that's one of those things where you don't realize that you have a word that you say too much until your friends start bagging on you about it. They call it a crutch word. When we first got into radio and I did some early radio on air work, they called it a crutch word. They said, get rid of your crutch words. So like, and, um, all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. But then you, you don't even know that you're doing it. Like that's, yeah. that's the problem. You, you need somebody to be like, you're doing that. Well, my old crutch word was fuck. And then apparently I'm not allowed to say that all the time. <laughs> you don't like my channel. So I had to put in all these dumb ones like like. <laughs> I would be like what the fuck is going on here? Fuck, 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 fuck. It's your fault. It's the user's <laughs> fault. Everybody in chat, it's your responsibility. Yeah, it's all everybody's fault. I'm yeah. blaming everyone. That's the way, that's the motto for 2021. It's somebody else's fault. It's somebody else's fault. It's not mine. Definitely not mine. So, um, so like I was saying with, with her, it's just really fun to be able to actually show her some of the places, you know, that, yeah. that I talk about where it's like, look at this view up here. It's beautiful. Yeah. You know, a lot of the times the rides that I do are, are scouting missions for hiking too with them. So like we got to Auburn, I, I remember I rode down to like, you know, where you in, in Auburn, there's a place where you can launch your boats into the lake, like this small little ramp down by the dam. And uh, I went down oh. there and I found this little hiking trail back there that I didn't even know existed. So huh. the next day I brought them over and we just went hiking there for a couple hours. And it was like the cool. greatest. So it's like, it doesn't translate necessarily to riding a bike together, but like it, it, it was a scouting mission for finding a cool trail. And sometimes me going mountain biking in an area is a scouting mission for a family trip uh, later. Correct. Like Nevada city, I ride there all the time. We went out there, I was like, let's go fishing. So we go down the lake, we just go fish out there and like, there's there's a lot to that area not just riding which is cool right. that's like there's right. there's more to it for sure and like there's one that, that that's a great thing so even when i take road trips i'm like man i gotta take my family here like because it's there's so much to do other than mountain biking yeah there is a lot of things to do other than mountain biking however mountain biking is the only thing that i really want to do <laughs> i know it's hard to describe isn't it? it's like out on a road bike today i'm like this could have been funner if i was not just on a yeah. pavement I, my lady likes to hike and Every time we're hiking, all I'm thinking about is this would be so much more fun on a bicycle. And even better yet, like then, of course, she wants to go on a hike. So I'm like, well, let's go walk on this trail. I know where that's at. You know, yeah. I took her out to um, the OHV park in, in Auburn. We were walking across some stuff that I don't like riding bikes on. Yeah. Because the climb just sucks or whatever. Like, you know, Squaw, Squaw Flat between Forest Hill Divide and, and like where East Side is. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. Don't ever ride that trail. It sucks, but walking on it is fun. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So that kind of stuff. But I also do use those hikes to kind of figure some stuff out as well. Like there was one where I'm like, Oh, I wonder where this trail goes. I won't do it on my bike because that could be a bad experience. Yeah. But we could go take the dog out and be like, Hey, here we go. This yeah. Yeah, I use uh it's interesting. Yeah, like moments like quiet times like that let you think a little bit. Like I oftentimes when we're when I'm driving up to a ride, I'm thinking of ideas and things like that. So it's like having those downtimes, like not just barreling downhill. And like you said, riding solo sometimes, just doing a climb. It's like that's when your mind can wander. So it's like you kind of need those days. Yeah, I definitely do. So here we are, two hours just about. And um, I always have this question I like to ask people at the end of the show, what other YouTube channels do you watch? What other YouTube? Okay, I love. Uh, okay, it's on Screen Rant, but he does like he does mu movie reviews. Uh, 
God, I can't remember the name of it now. Somebody might know where he goes. It's super easy, barely an inconvenience. Uh, <laughs> and he does these movie reviews where he's the producer and uh, the writer, and they talk to each other. And like part of that, yeah, it, it's so good. Uh, I watched Backyard Trail Build also today. Oh God, I'd have to look it up. Um, oh, let's see if I can find it real quick. It's it's on Screen Rant. What's Screen Rant? They do a bunch of movie stuff, but his is like everybody is just like basically like this channel. We come here for this. Uh, pitch meeting it's called pitch meeting okay you guys don't so, watch pitch meetings they're incredible so he's like making fun of the movie that's already been out so it's yeah 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 so either it came out or it just came out and basically like he'll just kind of just rag on the movie um <laughs> yeah oh i mean now people talking shit i love people talking shit it's so good it's so good he's just like here's this idea that i got and the, the producer's like you think people will watch that he's like yeah so it's like it's that's really good uh I watched Backyard Trail Builds video today about where he did hand crank and then he built the ramp all with no power tools. That was like really interesting for some reason. Every time and, I um, hear guy's stuff, I'm like, why am I not watching this more often? And then I forget about it. And then something catches me again. And I'm like, oh, why am I not watching this? I did yeah. that same thing with BCPOV for a long time too. I would always like, like not subscribe or something. I'd just be like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to see this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But every time I watched it, I would be very happy that i watched it you know i'd be like i should totally subscribe and watch this more often but yeah. the problem is who has the time there's so many people who subscribe to it's hard to catch up with them like like yeah. uh who was i watching the other day uh man i don't remember i like watching doc dr disrespect videos also if you guys ever watch dr disrespect he's like one of the biggest streamers in the business but he's just he's got this arrogant cocky like <laughs> persona from the 80s that's just like it's just now my mustache i kind of look like him but like <laughs> it's just it's so good it's just i like that like out there that he's kind of pushing boundaries that nobody else and i also like the critical drinker he's really good what's he do he's basically like a drunk scotsman who also talks shit about movies and stuff that's probably why he watched my channel huh yeah <laughs> exactly you're like yeah, so, i was watching it up until the point where he decided to start cleaning it up <laughs> yeah yeah what a waste damn it Right on, man. Hey, dude, it was super fun chatting with you. Definitely got to got to know you a lot better, and uh, hopefully everybody else did as well. Yeah, thanks for having me on, man. This is a lot of fun. I'm glad we can make it happen. Yeah, definitely, dude. We'll we'll definitely have to do it again sometime, like next week, because I don't have anybody scheduled. No. 100%. <laughs> yeah. No, I'll just but... dress up as like uh, Crashing <laughs> yeah. Dad or somebody else, and it'll be fine. Nobody will notice. That's what we should do. We should do another one of these, and we'll both be somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time yes <laughs> yes anyways man hey i like i said totally appreciate having you on it was a really good time for all you guys that that hung out the whole time thanks a lot man it really was a good time having all of you here as well you in the comments you that are listening on the podcast app i guess nobody's commuting to work anymore listening to this some people i still go to work yeah okay so some people are listening to this on on the road then good for you guys um pay attention to what you're doing stop stop looking at your phone and uh and anyways those of you that want to help out the channel please do swing by the the biker shop like i was mentioning earlier shop.biker.com or just biker.com b1ker if you're watching it on the video you can see the cool koozie that uh joe has right there that also can be used for frame protection you put it on down to your bike when you when you're shuttling and boom the paint is good. And plus it's like a snap, it's a slap koozie. So there's just something that feels good about um, making that thing slap to around something, whether it's your wrist or the beer can, or just you're messing with it over and over again, either way. 
swingbybiker.com, b1kerr.com, and check that out. Or if you really want to help me out, go buy Patreon. And you know, you guys heard this at the beginning, but hey, it is what it is. I'm just going to keep doing that. So, <laughs> anyways, appreciate everybody. Thanks a lot. Can I say one final thing? Yeah. Support fuck. the hell out of this guy. Go to his Patreon, buy some merch, watch this damn thing, like it, subscribe it, tell your friends. All right. That's how things grow. It's viral. You got to help out. Do your part. Yeah. What he said. And then also, there's also one other thing, too, you're supposed to say. It only takes a bike to be a biker. So get out and be one.